0: hello listening people hello you're listening to spit and polish presents unappreciated masterpieces i am one of your hosts ryan swinski and last week i said that i was
1: podcaster x but i have to come out with it i'm not actually podcaster x (laughs) i am podcaster spice
0: hello podcaster spice hi ryan you can call me bartek (laughs) hello bartek how are you Good. I just
1: bring up random references because I'm so funny. Well, random. Could, could you tell the reference of what Unappreciated
0: Masterpieces is? Spaghetti
1: <laughs> Okay. Unappreciated Masterpieces is the show that we do on Spit and Polish presents. Why are we called Spit and Polish? Good question. <laughs> Likingly Oh thank you. Likingly <laughs> because we are always spitting and we both happen to be Polish, and only one of those is a metaphor.
0: <laughs> you guess which one so what's unappreciated masterpieces all oh, right the other part the one i asked yes yeah. <laughs> the
1: main one ryan there's an order to things and you just brought chaos <laughs> unappreciated <laughs> masterpieces is the weekly show that we do and you're listening to one of them right now hello the one that you look up the title or look down the title look, unappreciated look
0: across ma- at the title
1: unappreciated masterpieces is <laughs> the show where we take films that are not appreciated enough in the current day
0: some might not even call them films hmm those are rude people though typically we want these films to achieve the cult
1: status of such great films like this and that and some might argue that the film that we have this week is already a cult film but we think that it deserves much, much more, like an Oscar, a retrospective Oscar. Oh, they give honorary Oscars. Yeah, they,
0: they should give one to this. They're like
1: whenever you watch the Oscars, like halfway through, they're like, "Oh, by the way, we had the governor's ball or something." Yeah, yeah. Or a in, week earlier, or like and a, we gave honorary Oscars <laughs> to Jackie Chan and or blah, like blah, a, blah, a, and a, a, a one Bruce for Cook. one in memoriam yeah. Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. One day we're gonna see them say we give it to boring person, dumb person, and Spice World. The movie. Are we watching
0: Spice World? The movie. Oh shit. Is that the movie we're watching? Oh great. I'm being all random. I don't even need to ask you what it is in Polish. We cause we all know that's a universal <laughs> translation. We don't need the Polish title. A language of the European Union. Was there Indian? a Polish title for this? No, there wasn't. There wasn't. There wasn't. The Spice Girls just break through all language barriers. English, Polish, that's it. They they have to be translated in every other language, but those two languages, they just they're the same. It's 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 wacky. I guess because
1: spice world is such an important term in this film, you can't really translate. Translate is it.
0: world still the same in Polish?
1: Like, does that not have a tr- like? Oh no, no, there is a t- equivalent, but the, the, I'm just saying in the film Spice World is such an important term that you right. can't translate that.
0: Fair enough, because I, I was like, if it's still called Spice World, th- like I thought it'd be Spice whatever World is in Polish. Mm, no. Spice Quenjavanaki. (laughs) Whatever that is. It sounded like you were half saying Quvenjanae Wallace or something. (laughs) (laughs) Spice Quvenjanae Wallace. So, Bartek, we have a guest. Uh, A spice expert, some might say. Some might say, hey, is paprika a spice? And our guest might say, maybe it's a herb. I don't know. We need to know who our guest is first for them to confirm if paprika is in fact a herb or a spice. And what is the difference? Between herbs and spices. Who's our guest, Bartik? Do you know their name? Yes, I I was just wondering if I should answer your
1: question first or the no?
0: They're the expert. Right. You right. could have a secondary opinion. Right. In case they offer up an opinion that's different to yours. I'll be the sub expert. Yeah, you're like when you watch a current affair and they get like that other expert that's not really got any expertise in anything. Like like this week we're covering doll pledges, We talked to the head of Centrelink and some guy. <laughs> a doll aficionado,
1: not an expert. Exactly. <laughs> So, who's our guest? Our guest this week is returning guest of many episodes, Lauren Tice.
2: Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: So,
0: paprika, herb or spice?
2: It's a spice. It is, is it? It is a spice, I believe. What's so, the difference? Difference, I think, is herbs are the leaves of plants, and then spices are usually the seeds or okay. like a nut ground up.
0: So, you're saying. Powdered. That, so, are you calling Melby a nut?
2: No. <laughs> it's usually just like an essence.
0: Wow, hear that, Melby? You've been called a nut. That's Melbourne, not nice. Melby
1: kind of makes me think of Melbourne.
0: Melby! So, Come down to Melbourne. Lauren, welcome. Hello. You're Mel. here for Spice World. Yes. I'm here for Spice World. Bartek's here for Spice World. <laughs> you guys are uh, here for the Spice. Podcast Spice, you guys are listening people location are there for Spice World. Let's not beat around the bush. I've got a copy of the film. You should have a copy of the film. Mel B, I know you're listening. You definitely have a copy of the movie. Still on Laserdisc, though. (laughs) So get your copy, because I'm going to do a countdown from three. I'm going to press play, and hopefully you'll be lined up as we speak about the majesty that is Spice World. So get ready, because I'm going to start this in three, two, one.
1: Play. You said laser disc, rhyme, but according to the film, the, the only acknowledgement they have of uh, Technology? digital release was a video.
0: Oh that is VHS. one of the last lines. That yeah. is one of the last lines, and it's so weird because it's an accurate line. Mm. But by today's standards, this 1998 film? I think so. Um, It's out of date. You go, <laughs> wait, wait a moment. <laughs> they don't know about Putlocker. So the... <laughs> The thing about this movie is, it's insane, and we all love it for that. Everyone who's ever seen Spice World unanimously agrees that this movie is made by crazy people. What are you talking but about? I'm just looking at a trippy background. Well, it's a James Bond parody at the start, basically. <laughs> it looks like a James Bond opening. There's Emma. She looks very enticing with her blank <laughs> stare. Um, Mel C. I didn't know there was... What does the C stand for?
2: I should know this. I really should know this. I don't know. (laughs) What
0: does the B stand for, Mel B?
2: um, Melanie Brown.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Mel Brown. It's almost Melbourne. Mel Brown. What does the E in Richard E. Grant stand for?
2: It's his middle name, so maybe Ernest or something. <laughs> Ernest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to watch that Ernest movie where it's like instead of Ernest goes to camp or Ernest goes to jail, it's Ernest goes into Richard Grant's middle name. Like, like that's the movie. George Went is in this movie. We'll get into everyone who's in this movie, but first, before we even get into our history with the movie, can we just give a round of applause to this great song? Lauren, what's the name of this song?
2: This is the one that I just don't know.
0: Is that the name of the song? Funny. Great song, I, so, I love
1: that. I did so many quizzes where the question was what was the first song, and I got it right every time, but i forgot what it is. <laughs> Well, let's two become
0: one. I think two become
1: one. No, is it not? No, no. Is that the one? No, is that the one we were talking about before? Yeah. No, it's, before it's not we start one. recording, is I think this, it's got like three words. Or is two. this
0: song called Over Me? take me, make me wonder too much of nothing. I don't know. I'm not a spice expert, Lauren. You came on here as a spice yeah. expert and you yeah. let us down already. 24 For the hours sorry. I would told you. Sorry mm. so much to listening people out there who are like, it's clearly Livin' La Vida Loca, but I'm so Isn't sorry. Isn't that by Ricky Martin? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's spice, by girls. spice Girls. <laughs> Ricky Martin did "To Become One. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and, and Wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can, uh, before we even get into it, can we try and decipher what is on Ginger Spice's dress? It like I tried to read it. it like says it says
2: girl, pa- "girl, power." It said
0: no, no. It says "Super Girl," right? And then like
2: it says "Jerry."
0: Jerry what? What's that's above so Jerry, though? There's something above Jerry. I couldn't see. Well, if you
2: pause it, we can find Why, it. We
0: can't pause it, Lauren. We're, we're synced up with the audience. Well,
2: hopefully hopefully, Alan Cumming and his documentary crew film it.
0: With their amazing footage that they've got. That is totally well lit and not shaky. Mm. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah, I was trying to decipher what was on um, old, old Dress. So it is just Jerry. Yeah, I think it
2: says Girl Power Supergirl. That's
0: but Jerry. what's on the side? She has something Feels? Feels? were those 90s fashions. Now, just go back into the time machine. When we first started our podcast ever, we started with Big Fat Liar. Yes. And in that, we talked about how the 2000s and late two thousand like late 90s, 2000s had a very distinct fashion style. And I said at the time, it was all influenced and kicked off by the Spice Girls. Ah. Specifically, Spice World. And at that time, Bartek, you were like, are you sure? You sure like they could influence fashion? Well, Bartek, you tell me. Just look at this scene right here. Was late late 2015
1: Bartek really that ignorant?
0: He was that ignorant. He was also spiceless. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) I
1: said it. Well, he's no Podcaster Spice, I'll give you
0: that. He's no Podcaster, so no podcaster Spice. <laughs> um, What's so funny? So what is our history with not only this movie, but with the Spice Girls? Because this is one of those movies that purely exists because of the people involved, mm-hmm. uh, being Spice oh, yeah, Girls. It's, it's like the band makes a movie. Or band yeah, like like movie, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Bartek, Spice World, and Spice Girls, history...
1: Spice Girls, I was definitely uh, more aware of them, you know, in, in when I was younger. I knew some songs. I think I think it played a little bit around my house, so
0: I, I knew some songs. Well, your brother Oscar was just whacking them on, just being like... Uh, I,
1: don't, I don't know if he was around what in the period I'm talking about. I'm talking like Bartek can't speak English, period, kind of. Ah, uh, so it was um, the, it was the pet cat putting them on, I get it. Uh, we didn't get that until 2003, my friend, so no. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I when I walked into this film, I'm like, oh, I feel like I know many songs by them, but I can only think of Wannabe. Then as it went on, there were like four or five songs. I'm like, oh, yes, of course, this. Yes, this is um, famous... M- might not know their names, but yeah. Um, I hadn't seen this film, but I'd, I'd heard of its reputation, and a couple of years ago, I watched an internet review of the film, which obviously had the, the whole uh, user's clips from the movie, Fair Use and all that. <laughs> and just the little bits that I remembered from the clip... It felt like nothing was really connected, and I was wondering if this is just, like, a... Basically...
0: A slice of life.
1: A slice of life. Not not, not really so much the drug implications of this, but, like, kind of trip film. Like, a, just a lot oh, of random mean, sketches. Oh, you mean they happening. go on a trip? I mean, they're on a bus. (laughs) Buses take you on trips. They're on a
2: bus that's bigger on the inside. Sorry, I had to. It's a TARDIS. It's It's okay. We
0: all knew the Spice Girls should
1: have been the real doctor. And its Mm -hmm. license plate says five girls. All the the quizzes were onto that.
0: It's very funny because six girls live in it, though. Because... Is one of the Fisher girls? No, the manager's... Um, oh, yeah. Assistant. She lives upstairs. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So I guess she's not a girl. I guess She's, not she's fam- a woman. I guess she's mm. not famous, yeah.
1: Or maybe... No, maybe it's that uh, Baby Spice is a baby,
0: so... <laughs> she's not a woman. She doesn't count. <laughs> I love the way you said that, though. Maybe Baby Spice. <laughs> maybe, oh, baby... Th- Oh, you got to say it correctly, as Mel B would say it. Maybe Baba Spice. <laughs> you sound like Fat Bastard. She does too. <laughs> Maybe Old Babs oh, Spice is being scary. I'm scared of Mel B, as we all should be. <laughs> She's an intimidating lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Leeds, so um, I asked Lauren to be our Spice World expert. Yes, you were very keen. I messaged you and your response was...
2: A series of gifs.
0: And you Gips. immediately responded... No, she actually responded with, yeez! It's it kind of <laughs> And she oh said, yes, I will I say will, this on I will the show. Do that. I
2: will do that. Do you want me to do that now? Yeah,
0: sure. Yes. Oh, look, Jonathan Ross. And that's how many she put in. <laughs> it's, it's Snake Guy from Prince of Persia. Oh, uh, the guy from Dick The Producers. Coyle. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, uh, I asked you, I've had Spice World on the list for a very long time, Mm. on our list of movies, but my biggest problem was, whom do I know that actually like Spice Girls? Because there are many girls that I know that were like, they are those people who are like, oh, I love Spice Girls, I just love them, and then they're like, oh, do you? Tell me about it, and then they're like... Oh, well, you know, I listened to him when I was young, and that's it. Like, it just ends there. Mm. Like, they haven't seen Spice World. They haven't, they don't even own a CD. None of this stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, what? Are you a real Spice Girl fan? And then I just was like, oh, well, I just want to do it. I'll ask Lauren. It has a bunch of English people, and she'll like it on that <laughs> level, even if she's not a Spice Girl fan. But then you're like constantly messaging me Spice Girls material, and I'm like, Lauren, calm down. It's just Spice Girls. <laughs> You know, I haven't. I, I personally had not seen this movie before. Had you seen this movie before, Dinda? Bits
2: and pieces, but not well, like the full thing.
0: Why not? Did you? Why didn't you see it in the cinema?
2: Because my parents didn't let me go.
0: Your parents are pussies. Oh. Pussies, I tell you. <laughs> they should have let you see this because everyone knows Norm from Cheers should have been <laughs> in this movie as Hollywood guy, and he is. So there you go. Mm. Did you not want to see it as young kid for Richard E. Grant, future Oscar nominee and posh nosh host?
2: My mum loves Richard E. Grant, so I don't know why we didn't see it. If it oh, well, I'll tell you too. why,
0: got one word: pussy. Oh. <laughs> There's one right there on the screen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, uh, you know, here's Roger Moore mm-hmm. making a Blofeld reference because mm-hmm. he was James Bond, you know. So it's kind of funny. So you had not seen this, but you're a big Spice Girls fan. Do yes. you have a favourite Spice Girls song?
2: Ooh, I like Spice Up Your Life, actually. Which one's that? The end one in the movie, guys.
0: Uh, Now, I am not a Spice Girls fan. I never liked them. I don't care. Uh, It's not like I hate them. It was just like, eh, and I only know wannabe. That's like, when I listened to this movie, I was like, none of these songs are coming at me. I don't remember them. My parents must have shielded me very great. (laughs) But I will tell you, other than wannabe which I'll be 100% honest I didn't really care for the version of wanna be in this in this particular movie because mm. it's a bit different yeah, than... it was it was like amateurish because it that's was an amateur scene so I can appreciate that's that That's the point yeah. I, I agree but I thought they were going to do the real rendition later but I'll they be, didn't do it
1: I'll be honest like I I also thought, like, oh, that's that's their big song, right? So yeah. I thought that it would yeah, definitely it, have, like, a significant scene. Yeah, I thought
0: it would be, like, the last song on the yeah. on the movie, but it wasn't. I'll tell you what one I did like, just randomly. Uh, the one where they're in Milan, and they're oh, doing, like, yeah. lots of the fist punching mm-hmm. in the air. I don't know what that one's called. Mel B's outfit's great in this scene. She decided, mm, that's an Astronaut. Um, Just wanted to point this out. <laughs> <There's> no- <laughs> and she wears it more than once in the movie, so... Just gotta point it out. My history with this movie is I heard heard of its legacy. I had heard of its reputation, but you know what? I also heard a bunch of people who genuinely like this movie, and it's mainly girls who like this movie, and mm. girls specifically who, and the Spice Girls. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Who genuinely like this movie and kind of genuinely enjoy it for what it is, which is a just crazy random <laughs> movie in which the Spice Girls go on which many has wacky a adventures. A nostalgia trip which has a nostalgia trip, and the Spice Girls go on many wacky adventures that are just ludicrous and insane, like the Spice Girls are all best friends in this movie, which they weren't in real life, of course. Uh, they're all best friends who just hang out in a bus traveling around England you know putting things right that once't wrong and meeting aliens and and you know all of their quirky clicks and personalities bounce off each other and their best friend is some Asian chick who's not in the spice girls just to show that the spice girls can be friends with people outside of the spice
1: girls life so girls who like the spice girls are the people that would like this film
0: it's like the movie was made for the fans uh, yes yeah.
1: so- Okay, I see. Roger but he's not a young girl. right? Well, no, he's not. He's a, he was an elderly <laughs> yeah. old
0: man. I just want to point out, there was a shot just then of a bunch of Chopper Chops in um, oh, right on. In a mug. Those were obviously baby spices because she likes sucking on lollipops. Mm-hmm. She eats the Chopper Chops that I don't like. The ones that are like the, the cream and chocolate ones. Oh, right, I yeah. hate those ones. <gasps>
2: those are really good. I hate
0: those ones. i rather mm. a Coca-Cola flavor one. Like I, a sharper flavour. I like yeah, the I Coke and shop. the watermelon ones. Yeah, favorites. yeah. Um, oh, the
2: strawberries and cream one, the chocolate and caramel.
0: Yeah, mm. no. Um, I'll take real chocolate, yeah. I'll <laughs> take real chocolate, real <laughs> caramel over that. Real manly chocolate. <laughs> In my Spice Girls movie, I want baby to eat yeah. real chocolate. <laughs> 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 Terrible. Um, but I had not been a big fan of Spice Girls, not a big fan of them, so I never saw this movie Never really heard much other than just some of its reputation that people actually also like it. It's like that conflicting, it sucks, but it's also good. So I was really keen to see this movie because mm. I do like me an absurdist movie. I also like the director, Bob Spears, who did Faulty Towers. Oh, okay. And the first episode of Leno and Woodley Adventures. So he has like a background. He wanted John Cleese to be in this movie. Mm. And once you know that it's by like a comedic British director, you can understand these sequences here a lot more. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is very British. Like, isn't that the best thing about this movie? Mm -hmm. How increasingly British it becomes as it goes along. I mean, their boss is just a giant Union Jack. It looks like a Zippo lighter. (laughs) It does. (laughs) (laughs) And Mel B being unapologetically from Leeds and Posh being unapologetically posh English. Like, I love all of them. It's kind of hard to pick a favourite one. Bartek, you not being a Spice Girls expert like Lauren, Mm. did you have a favourite one after viewing the movie, like a particular spice that you were drawn to?
1: Definitely on this show... Earlier on, who is your favourite character was a big question that we haven't really been delving into. But I felt like for this one, it was going to come back. Of course. So when I was watching it, I, I was thinking very hard. And uh,
0: I was—I surprised myself, I actually quite like Posh Spice. Interesting. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah, it was... We haven't seen her since Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> was she with uh, Mr. Beckham? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was weird,
1: because when I walked into this film, I didn't remember all their, their Spice names, and I definitely didn't their know their Spice owners. Spice owners. Um, and I was picking it up as it went along, and I got to the point where I knew everyone's except Victoria's, but I knew her name. <laughs>
0: but she's the most
1: popular one out of the Spice Oh, owners. yeah, and I kept calling her Victoria Beckham. <laughs> um, oh,
0: because that's just. I don't know. know what her real like maiden name was. Yeah, what
2: was her maiden
1: name? Uh... Was? Posh wasn't it like Adams or something? I don't
0: remember. Victoria Adams. Sure, why not? I can't remember. So you were a Posh fan? Did you have a particular Posh moment that made it stand out from the I rest? Re-
1: I really liked in the military march. She <laughs> just like wasn't even trying. She just walked past, and all the she also obstacles. had to
0: pull down her dress all the way because <laughs> it just kept riding off. Um, I, know, I found her
1: really funny. I, it was weird.
0: Now we're getting into the favorite characters, Lauren. Did you have a favorite Spice via their music and growing up? And is that still the favorite Spice after having seen this movie, or is it different?
2: I've always been a fan of Mel C. Sporty, uh, yes, Sporty Spice. Ah. Um, and then I even saw her in Jesus Christ Superstar when it was doing the arena spectacular. Oh, oh yeah, she here. played
0: she played Judas, right?
2: No, Mary Magdalene.
0: Oh, okay. But oh, I just remember,
2: sure? I was like, she pulled off her cardigan and there were these massive biceps. And I was like, geez, you are sporty, Spice. Okay.
1: <laughs> and she was singing, everything's all right or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: The yeah. one that just never ends. Yeah,
2: Yeah, the, what, that one. So,
0: sporty was your favorite as a but kid. In this, but in this, you've got to be honest. Posh. Posh. Ooh, it was posh. Posh? It was posh as well. Popular. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. First off, I'll say this. I'll let you guys answer this after this Mm -hmm. Um, Mel C, Sporty Spice is the best singer Oh,
2: definitely. She's the standout
0: one. She's the one that you could actually discern from the other ones. Like, the others, other than Mel B, other than Mel B, because she has a different accent. But the singing style is very similar. Mel C, actually, you can tell her from the others. Like, when she actually sings individually, you can be like, oh, that's that's a different voice. Mm. And she's actually got this kind of unique voice. My favorite Spice Girl was Mel B. Oddly enough, yeah. I Scary Spice. i actually really like yeah. Scary Spice in this movie. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of Mel B as an individual. Like when I see her as a judge on things, she's just like, uh, but in this movie, I found her very funny. I like that she was very um, self aware. She's the one that I could see actually being an actor in other things other mm. than just being Mel-, Mel B. Like, Posh will always be Posh. She could only play that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I feel like Mel B could be, like, in movies. Mm. Like, she could be, like,. In other things, like oh, that's, yes, and, yes. I, and I felt like she had some really good jokes in this movie. Like I did like the line where she's like, "Does he not know him from Leeds?"
3: <laughs> and like you
0: know, baby, <laughs> like all of this. That being said, of course, my favourite character overall in the entire movie is standing right in well, front of us. of course, us, right? he's my favourite <laughs> <as well. laughs> Which is, of course, Barry Humphrey. McMaxford. Mick- Kevin. As Kevin McMaxford. Ke- Kevin. Kevin McMaxford, yeah. <laughs> Who's Rupert Murdoch meets, meets <laughs> Kerry Packer. Like, yes. it's, it's a mixture of the two. Whilst also being Les Patterson, his own mm. character. He's basically Les Patterson, his own fictional character based on, like, a Bob Hawke and co. Yeah. He's the best character in the movie, hands down. The biggest crime of the movie is he's not in the movie enough, and he never leaves his office. He only gets to interact with, like, two other actors, right? Yeah, Yeah, Richard O'Brien and Jason Fleming here, which is interesting in their own right, because Jason Fleming, this is before he's kind of kicked off. Like, we all know this guy from things. Jason Fleming, I don't even... I think we might have even had him on a previous Unappreciated Masterpiece. I wouldn't be surprised if he was in, like, Agent Cody Banks 2 or something. But he's in, like, Guy Ritchie movies all the time, this guy. Like, he's underling in this movie, Barry Humphrey's underling. Like, he's in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and stuff. And he's just in everything, and... I love this sequence here in which Barry Humphreys is getting so upset that there's lightning and, and thunder and rain, but only on this side <laughs> of the office. And, like, I love It's so cartoonish. Yeah. The, the, what makes it work, though, is the guy doesn't acknowledge it. Mm. Like, he doesn't react to it. He doesn't even verbally acknowledge what's happening. And that's what makes it work. Because if he did that, oh, I'm being covered in. Like, it could be taking a joke over the top. Another reason why I like Mel B is this scene here. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> also like Mel B's contempt for Ginger Spice. She really doesn't. I don't think any of them like Ginger Spice, if I'm honest with you. They all hate her. <laughs> Is she the one that fans hate too? Because it I seems like everyone hates her in she's, this she, movie. Well,
1: she's the one that, like, two months after this film like,
3: quit the quit Spice Girl. Yeah,
1: right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. She's also the one that said one time as a quote that when she was born and delivered from the womb, her first words she uttered. Out of the womb, just delivered, was girl power. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to just wanted to mention that. <laughs> now here's the thing: I so so you guys, do you agree? Mel Mel C is the best singer, like the best, yeah, talented yeah. one. Or I didn't you... pay attention to it really, but I'll I'll agree.
2: Rewatching the movie, I was like, yes, you can definitely. I she got a bit of a Lady Gaga vibe as well. I was like, yeah, mm. definitely.
1: When they were singing, I couldn't hear their accents as much, so except for Mel B. <laughs> Again, yeah,
0: bad bear <laughs> um, I thought this guy was Tim Robbins for most of the movie, but then mm-hmm. I was shocked to discover he wasn't Tim Robbins, so i was I was I was forever changed during this sequence here. Um, this movie has everyone in it. But also, no Harry Potter actors, according None. to Lauren, yeah. which I'm, None. I'm. I'm I'm what sure so that there's one. There must be one extra that, like, played, like, Neville Longbottom's dad in the scene. Or, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's going to be one. Um, I'm really fascinated by the fact that in this sequence, Richard E. Grant's wearing this green suit, and later on in the movie, he's wearing the green suit again. It's almost like this was shot. Like,
2: all in the same day. All the same
0: day, yeah. Um. Very, very, very strong film. But Bartek, what's this movie about? What's its strong thematic plotline and story beats and metaphors and character allegories? Like, is this an allegory for Vietnam?
1: It could be, Ryan. Um, like,
0: not the war of the country. <laughs> if we were to put it in,
1: like, a very general sense, like, someone asked, hey, what's what's, like, what's a goal in this film that gets achieved by the end? We could tell them... Well, the Spice Girls have an upcoming concert and at the end of the film they get to the concert. Is it their first
0: ever live concert?
1: I think it is, yes. Ah, uh, that is—that's a study. You could say that—that's the plot of the film, but that doesn't acknowledge all the other little side dishes that are in the film. Such as like Hugh Laurie, like Laurie just turning, Laurie, turning
0: up right up. now to play as Poirot. As Poirot, but he's also not. <laughs> I don't know. I love this sequence here, but you know what I love about this sequence? How um, Baby Spice who I also think could be a good actress if she wanted to be. Like, I Mm. I could see her being in other things as well. Um, How she fucks this scene up by not even doing the smile Mm. correctly. Like, you know, that the whole thing (laughs) is she's doing the smile. If you watch it, this is not the smile that she's known for doing and does later in the movie. It's a completely different smile, and yet they kept it in anyway. She's just that cute, Ryan. Yeah, look, I'm gonna be 100% honest I'll break this one thing I find Baby Spice kind of w- creepy Like in terms of like They all have their little pers- personas, right? Like mm. Ginger Spice is like ginger spice, will one. Get, no, no, ginger spice isn't even the sexy one Ginger Spice is the feminist one. Like, that's Mm -hmm. her angle, right? Like, she's the one who's the smart one. She's all girl power and feminism and whatever. And then posh is posh and sporty, sporty and scary, scary. And all that. Baby is kind of a weird one because it's the most fetishy one. And it's also a creepy fetishy one. Like, I was genuinely creeped out when she's telling the muscly guy that he can't get in her her bed because she's got... And she lists every, like... Mm,
2: Soft toy she has.
0: And it's just Creepy. But here's the thing, you give it a pass because it was the 90s. Mm. You know what I mean? It was a different time They then. clearly
1: weren't going for that too, yeah.
0: But they were, like, they're all sexualized. No, no,
1: no I, I mean, like, they, they weren't trying to make it, like, unsettling.
0: Mm. I mean. Mm, you're right. Yeah. But it is kind of like, the fact that it's a sexualization of a grown woman being all into baby attire is just mm-hmm. like, mm, wouldn't fly today. Mm. i mean sometimes it does uh but mm, we wouldn't be all like yum baby spice with her Mm. speaking in baby talk it's kind of weird lauren i do love the sequence where they're like i don't want to be known for what i'm being known for and then posh is like i'm gonna be jackie o which is posh of like (laughs) decades ago (laughs) like good job oh david berry reference good job Oh, Grease Two reference? No, it's oh, Grease, it's Grease 1. One. Are you sure it's not Grease Two? I looked at this and I'm like, oh look, it's it's Sandy
1: at the end of the film.
0: Are you sure that it's not Michelle Pfeiffer at the start of Grease Two? I'm positive. Are you HIV are positive? Yes. No.
1: <laughs> he confirmed it. <laughs> A lot of the quiz questions that I read kept asking, like, who did this person dress up as in this? Because they had the whole thing of, like, (laughs) they dressed up as each other at certain points in this.
0: And I will be 100% honest with you. I watched this with my fiance Rachel, who slightly knows the Spice Girls. Like, she's not a huge uh, know-it-all. And I kept asking her which one was dressed as which. And I'm like... Here's my big thing. I kept constantly asking, is that one Posh Spice? Because Posh is the one when she dresses up, genuinely disappears. Like, I can't tell when it's Posh and when it's not. Like, this I can, because that's, like, a close-up. But, like, the rest of them are like, is that one Posh? Is mm. this one Posh? Like, when they fall into the water later in the movie, mm. I'm like... Is that one posh? I I can't tell. Like, posh is really... What I'm saying is she's... Although she's iconic for her look, she's also very inconspicuous. Mm. Like, you could genuinely walk past... Past victoria beckham on the street today and you wouldn't know it was her
1: what was she doing in the uh spice force 5 segment
0: she was her just herself remember that was it like like uh, what about posh spice and he just goes posh and then it just cuts to her
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and standing in front of a car doing nothing basically she doesn't really have a move that she does she's just herself um, we'll get into a Bob Hoskins cameo later. <laughs> I love that part so much. <laughs> I know, I wrote it down, like, this is Bartek's favourite cameo in the movie. Um, I didn't even know if it was, I didn't even know it was him. Oh, you didn't? I knew he
1: was in the film, but I, I guess I'm not familiar with what he was He's
0: credited like. as himself. Yeah, that's Which true. is yeah. the weirdest part of the movie. That confused me, I was like, wait, when was... Uh, guys, we're back at Barry Humphrey's headquarters, let's give it a round of applause. Some tongue acting. I love Barry Humphrey's character development is he gets to smile later, (laughs) but he smiles throughout most of the movie anyway. He just doesn't feel it. Now, Lauren, you're a big Richard O'Brien fan, I imagine. Mm. Um, Were you thrilled to see him in this?
2: That's not really him, though, is
0: it? Richard O'Brien? What what do you mean? That's Richard O'Brien right
2: there. Sure.
0: I don't know. You're making me question. (laughs) Yes, it is Richard
2: (laughs) O'Brien. Richard O'Brien's shorter than that. They're all sitting down. True.
0: How do you know how short he is? I'm just
2: pretty sure it's not Richard O'Brien, because in the thing it says the photographer is Dominic West.
0: No. On Wiki. No, yeah. no, no, Lauren. That's Richard O'Brien. Are you telling mm. me that that creepy, bold guy is not Richard O'Brien, <laughs> but yes. in fact, hunky beefcake Dominic West, who was in Johnny English 2, <laughs> reborn? <laughs> Okay, Lauren's really being a contradictory person right now by suggesting that that when Dominic West is credited as photographer, it means that he's credited as... The creepy guy. As <laughs> as a photographer with a name in this movie. He has a name, by the way, that character. Richard it's like Damien, right? Yeah.
2: Well then, I might be wrong, and I will admit. I mean, words.
0: you're definitely wrong. Mm. I mean, that's clearly Richard O'Brien. And your argument was he's taller than how I remember him <laughs> in Rocky Horror, in yeah. which he literally hunches over because he is a hunchback. Mm. Oh, he's he's the, he's the... riff raff.
1: Yeah, all right. He's also
0: the creator of Rocky Horror. Yeah, I knew that. Mm. Okay. And he also created me. No, the sequel to Rocky Horror that no one wants oh. to talk about, Shock Treatment, Shock Treatment, which starred Barry Humphreys in it. So it's a reunion for Barry Humphreys and Richard O'Brien, but also Meatloaf is in this movie, who was in Rocky Horror as Eddie. So it's a reunion mm. for a lot of Rocky Horror people and/or subsidiaries. Uh, Jennifer Saunders was just in this movie. Bob Geldof, there. I don't know if Jennifer Saunders is supposed to play a character from Ab Fab. Th- I'm not. I feel I'm like not she sure. was.
2: I feel like she was. But sh- she doesn't look like her character from Ab Fab. No, but she was talking the way her character talks.
0: But that's how Jennifer Saunders talks. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> Bartek's just looking at us like, "What's Ab Fab? Who's Jennifer Saunders?" I'm like, "Look, it's Nervous Man." <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, this movie has an interesting thing in which it decides not to really engage with a plot mm. too heavily. That's a lot of people's criticism in that it's kind of aimless. Doesn't oh my god, plot.
2: what did they do to Bob Gild?
0: Well, it's a foreshadowing <laughs> for what Mel B's hair will be like at the end concert. Mm. It's called set up and payoff, Lauren, and that's mm. what it was just then. I mean, why did Alan Cumming have to wear like chest hair? He complains about it at the end of the movie, but you know, you know, need, you know, needs must. Um, Bar- Bartek, what I was going to ask you was, when you heard about this legacy and how you know you were a bit worried, like, is there going to be an actual plot to this? Is it just going to be a series of scenes kind of strung together? Wasn't worried, but that's what I thought. Yeah. When you did watch it, and there is a loose plot to this, mm-hmm. did you commend the film?
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely gave it credit for that, because I wasn't... Ten stars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not that I wasn't expecting it, and I thought that, that it would be bad for that reason, but it's that, oh, it subverted my expectations, and, you know, having a plot is a good way to to ground the film. Like, oh, yeah, you could say, you know, there there are these random scenes where, you know, they're, they're pregnant and they have children, and then there's one with Poirot um and but yeah you can like kind of link what part of the plot that scene happened in
0: that's that's true
1: even though yeah yeah the, the pro thing came up because they were just talking about baby spice and they could have done that anywhere but i, I mean f- i felt like the the film progressed at uh, a distinct enough way to to help you point out things like that
0: uh i agree did you have any particular standout vignette or one piece, like a one set piece scene that was like, yeah, that's a that's a standout moment, like the parole bit, or or when they meet aliens, or <laughs> yeah, you heard me right, listening people, the Spice Girls meet aliens, or or when Stephen Fry yeah, shows up. they get up well. Um,
1: I, I liked the, the final movie pitch scene where they were actually doing the things as it was happening.
0: With the, um, bit where the bridge is opening up (laughs) and it's like a toy bus that jumps over. Yeah. That
1: whole sequence was pretty great, yeah. It
0: was actually really clever. Like... Mm. Because this movie, for those who aren't in the know, like it, there's many ways you can look at this movie. Here's how I look at it, and here's how a lot of people look at it, and I wonder if you guys agree I or also not. like this part a bit. <laughs> oh, this part? The Pope bit. The Pope bit's great. I was actually expecting it to pay off later. <laughs> I was hoping it would too. But yeah. then, why would it? Yeah. What I was going to say was, I, 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 a lot of people look at this movie uh, in the certain way, where this movie is... Like, all the failed pictures of what you could do for a Spice Girls movie. So, mm. randomly, they're action now. And then randomly, it's about the music bit. And then randomly, they meet aliens. And it's like, it's like at the end, during the credits, you see the behind the scenes. And the is still playing the screenwriter character. It's not like the actor and it's kind of like this movie in its own existence is the movie th- mm-hmm. that the guys created. It's a movie yeah. Inception. It's a movie Inception. Like, these are all the failed pitch attempts strung together in a movie of its own, whilst mm-hmm. also being a commentary in the movie about how they're trying to make a movie that's just a string of failed pitch attempts. And it's just Inception. Here's a NASA like outfit element, again. Yeah. Um Yeah, this movie, this movie's crazy. I like the set piece moment where they meet aliens, Mm -hmm. but it's—it was funny. Yeah, that's the best set piece moment. The best cameo for me is still Stephen Fry. Uh, We'll get into him later, but them meeting aliens is the most (laughs) absurd premise. I love the. Like when movies like this exist, like when a band decides they need to have a movie, right? Mm. They're always weird. They're never like traditional. Like, mm. and this isn't even one of the ones like when we did Tommy, where Tommy's like a rock opera or Purple Rain, yeah. where that's a rock. O- where well, it's that was like, like more of an
1: adaptation of an album, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Both of those are adaptations of albums. This technically is. I mean, this is their first album, right? I think so. Yeah, they had an album called Spice World.
2: Yeah, they did. They do a, did a national tour, a uh, worldwide tour called Spice World.
0: Spice
1: oh, yeah. World.
0: Or well, yeah, it's an adaptation of a tour, I guess. And um the thing is, it's not like this. I wouldn't say this is a musical, but yet it is because they have mm. songs in there. But it's not like the songs thematically reveal anything mm. or like connect. It's yeah. one of those musicals like you would say in the nineteen sixties where they just were like, we wrote a song for you to sing, Audrey, and like that's it, like. This is one of these movies where it's like a band decided or someone decided this band needs a movie to market their brand and push it forward. And here's the thing. This could have been so shallow, which many people think it is. But here's the thing. No one in their right mind would have suggested that the Spice Girls movie be a commentary on how stupid it is to make a Spice Girls <laughs> movie, whilst also commentating on the capitalistic nature of the music industry and the shallowness and hollowness and kind of despicable nature of fame, especially the that media, towards yeah. women in the media and all that kind of stuff, and that this system chews out women and spits them out for its own amusement and hollows and, and fame is fickle. No one would have pitched that for Spice Girls movie. It would have been exactly what they pitched in the pictures. It's like, oh yeah, they're sexy and they're going to save the orphanage or something. But they decided, you know what this movie should be? A really weird, very British surreal comedy with commentary on really disturbing things in a very weird way.
2: It's your favorite song.
0: I did like this song where they're, they're, they're punching the air a lot. They're fist bumping the air. I don't know what the song's called. Is it called Come On? Lauren, I you're think the expert. So,
2: I think so. I think so. I think so. Sorry, I'm just focused. on it. The credits will here. have a list of the songs, right? Yes, it is will. It,
0: is it called I Think So? <laughs> um, Lauren. Yes. You, you, you're you a big Sporty Spice fan. Do yes. Do you appreciate her biceps in this scene? Yes. You did? Yes. Uh, do you want biceps like Sporty?
2: No. Why I think not? they're too muscly
0: too muscly mm. i think they're pretty lean in this movie
2: yeah but there's a point where they get too muscly
0: well don't go to and that then point
2: yes that's the, that's their mel c point i don't want them at the mel c point like i appreciate them <laughs> but i don't want them that
0: you know there's a certain altitude lead. you go on to in a mountain in which you like start getting delirious that's called the mel c point <laughs> we don't want to get to that point um, Lauren, this movie's insane. Did you have a favorite little insane sequence that visited you while watching this? Especially, I was shocked to find out when you said that you hadn't actually fully seen this movie, so... Was the it...
2: aliens really shocked me, to be honest. What just
0: part, the aliens. What part of it shocked you? Was it the fact that Ginger kissed one yes, of them? Yes, yes. Was it the fact <laughs> it that the alien um, grabbed Mel B's boob Immediately. That whole scene. Was it the fact that they could understand scary. the aliens? Well, we're coming mm. up to it now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they could understand the aliens. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it makes sense, Bartek, because they speak all languages, the Spice Girls. They already set that up.
1: Well, it is Spice World.
0: Yeah, but not... You come to their
1: world, mm. you can speak to them.
0: Is it like Mario Brothers? Where, you know, in Mario Brothers, it eventually goes to, like, a Mario Galaxy, and, like, mm. you can't go any higher than that. Like... Is there going to be... Did, did Here's the problem. Did Spice Girls start too high? Like, should it have been Spice Town? Or Spice Leeds? And then work its way up Spice, to Spice World? Spice Street Corner? Sp- and then work its way up to... Uh, yeah, yeah, Spice Cafe. Like, should it have worked its way up to Spice World in, like, the fourth installment? And then Spice Galaxy? And then Spice Universe? Like, and then Spice Heaven? I would have watched their version. I would have watched their version of Passion of the Christ. (laughs) With With their accents. With Mel
2: C as Mary Magdalene. Mel C? No, no.
0: (laughs) Twist it. She's Judas. (laughs) Who would, out of the Spice Girls, you cast as Jesus Christ?
1: Well, not baby, because Jesus wasn't that
0: young. Oh, she could be the main one, (laughs) (laughs) one. and she grows up, and she grows up to be Mel B. (laughs) Well, Uh, well, Posh Spice is clearly uh, going to be King. um, What's his name? Herod. King Herod. (laughs) That's clearly Posh's role. Um I wanna yeah. see I wanna see Posh
1: Spice's rendition of when Jesus is carrying the cross and he looks all messy. Oh but yeah. But like he looks yeah. really good instead. And in heels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's one of those ones where it's like different segments of his life, he's played by a different Spice girl. Mm. Oh, yeah, that would be great. I think
1: there is like one random chapter in the New Testament where like it's Jesus as a child and like he ran away from home but he was doing something noble. I guess that could be a section. I would
0: really like it if when he resurrected and he, you know, moves the the, the, the was it the big rock? Oh yeah, put yeah, out, okay. the, the the covering the tomb. Covering the tomb. When he opens up the tomb, you just hear, "Oi!" <laughs> and it's just Mel B, and she's just like, "Oi, what are you
1: doing? Don't touch my boob!" Like, what's, what's the most? Oi, get off! What's the most athletic <laughs> thing Jesus did?
0: Oh well, uh, walking on water. <laughs> you, have, you have Mel C just like power walking on water, <laughs> wearing Nikes. Or maybe maybe she could also be
1: the the 40 days in the desert as well.
0: Was that Jesus? That's 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 Moses, right?
1: I think both did it.
0: They both did 40 days. I think so. Uh, I think Moses
1: did it with a whole bunch of people. Jesus. Yeah, to, and
0: then uh, he wasn't allowed in.
2: Mm. What scared me about these aliens is their tiny faces.
0: Well, it didn't scare Ginger enough for her to kiss them.
2: Mm. On the lips, can we just Well add? that's because
0: she's a lady. She's asked to kiss. She kisses on the lips because that's what Ginger does. Girl power. Girl power, Lauren. Girl power.
1: Are we sure one of these aliens wasn't in Harry Potter? <laughs> it was like a house self or something. Oh, I thought you were gonna say as
0: Alan Rickman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and she kisses it right on the lips, as Lauren suggested that they she should. Um, this is possibly my favourite Mel B outfit, the little camo bikini mm. hot pants outfit, because she's in the woods. <laughs> so she has to wear camo. <laughs> <laughs> to pee, yes. It's the only time in which her outfit makes logistical sense, and that's why I love it. Maybe they all do wear camo later on. Or yeah, obviously, for the training sequence. With with when they had to learn how to dance, it becomes a boot camp mm-hmm. sequence, and then it becomes a Scooby Doo sequence when they're in the mansion and they're yeah. running around bumping into each other. Um, Lauren, you said before we started this that you liked Roger Moore's character, yeah. And I said, yeah. Character, and I really want you to explain to me who Roger Moore is in this movie, what he does, and why he's here.
2: Roger Moore is clearly the chief of the record company, who is technically Richard E. Grant's boss, and he enjoys, like, Richard E. Grant suffering. And,
0: and petting animals. And
2: petting animals, like cats. And ducks, just knowing everything. Miniature pigs. Uh, he's,
0: yeah, he, he gives a bottle for a miniature pig or piglet to yes. suckle on. Yeah, yes. I failed one of the quiz
1: questions about him. It was like, which one of these animals did he not have? And what one was it? Uh, I think. I I thought he didn't have a rabbit but he, he just barely, had it yeah, just yeah. That mm, I just missed it.
0: So so why is he in this movie though? Like what does he do to serve the plot?
2: He puts the pressure on Richard E. Grant and Richard E. Grant therefore as he states at the end Ruins the Spice Girls and potentially breaks them up.
0: Oh no, I hate when that happens to the Spice Girls. Mm. I did love this little sequence here in which the Spice Girls like fake him out by pretending that they're leaving anyway. And mm. then they're like, ah, I got ya! Classic Spice Girls pranking! You got spiced. You got spiced Girl up, wannabe. Um, I liked Roger Moore in this. I liked the fact that they had the gravitas of having a James Bond in this, Mm -hmm. doing James Bond references. My favorite little moment with him, I don't know about you, Bartek, but when Richard E. Grant is saying like, you know what? I'm going to give them a day off. I don't care what he says. I'm going to allow it. And then he gets a phone call. It's like, no, you're not. And like, oh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, I like that he, he knew things without having heard them. He's omniscient. Yes.
0: He's Charlie. Like mm. in Charlie's yeah, Angel, yeah. but you actually get to see him. Unlike in Charlie. Mm. It's Angels. You don't get to see Charlie. That's the whole point. Uh, but you do get to see uh, Roger Moore walking around in his weird mansion. I did like the trivia fact that uh, Richard E. Grant would... Because uh, Roger Moore was only on for one day of shooting. Mm. Richard E. Grant took... like his, Got his day off to sit there and read the lines to him when they were on the phone. Uh, apparently Roger Moore really appreciated that and thought it was really great of him. And I'm like, well, come on. I really love the fact that Posh Spice, Posh Spice of all people, was really proud to have Roger Moore in this movie so she could get an autograph off of him.
3: Oh,
2: that's good.
0: Which, because mainly the trivia facts, and this is the one sad thing about movies sometimes, is there's a corporate nature to movies there's a you know a cynical edge to movies yeah. and this is very inherent in this movie some might say in many obvious ways but one of them is unfortunate the fact that most of the actors in this movie admit that they did it either for the money for money and autographs for Spice Girls for their children and or nieces yeah, or autographs nephews. on
1: behalf of other people
0: and it's just, like, Richard E. Grant's one of those people, Stephen Fry is, like, all these people just admitted, like, yeah, nah, I don't give a fuck about being in this, I did it for money and autographs, and it's just like, oh, what a bummer, I thought you did it for the love, like, Elton John, he seems like to do it for the love, because he was their friend in real life.
1: What about the, the guy who got cut out of the film?
0: Oh, like, maybe you mean Jason Isaacs? No, no,
1: no, no, the the one that like they cut him out because of like
0: paedophile. Oh, you mean Gary Glitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Led- Who's
2: Gary Glitter?
0: You don't know Gary Glitter? No. Good, just live in that world okay. where you don't know who Gary Glitter is. He like he was meant to be in the Milanese. Yeah, was he it? yeah. Gary Glitter was a pretty well-known British musical figure, and he got convicted just before this movie came out of being like a child molester. Uh, this movie was plagued with bad luck, like that. Like just before the movie came out, they also had to cut out references to Princess Diana because she had died, yeah. and uh, Versace because he had died. Because he died. Um, and it was just like plagued with bad luck in that regard. But the movie still works. It's still comprehensive. he's uh, Bartek's favorite posh moment, in which she is gargantuan in comparison to the <laughs> others because she's wearing heels.
1: Yeah, this was the moment where I'm like, I think I like her the best.
0: She looks like she could eat them. She's just <laughs> that much bigger than them in the sequence, but it's just because she's wearing heels. Um, Lauren, was this your favourite uh, side character guy? Mr. Step? No. Why not? Are you a racist? Was it no. a misstep? No. Why didn't you like Side lie?
2: character-wise, I like Alan Cumming. He's just like a try-hard who just fails miserably. It's great.
0: He's arrogant too. <laughs> yeah. I I think my favourite comedy moment comes from Alan Cumming as well, other than Stephen Fry, which is when he's interviewing the kids. <laughs> 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 yep and then microphone just away and then they're like how's the sound for that eh, a bit over the place like oh we don't need them <laughs> we'll cut it out anyway we'll cut it out anyway poor poor posh spice she has to walk and keep pulling that dress down she just can't <laughs> cannot keep that dress down She just to walk power walk you think
2: in stilettos on grass that would be that see. would be
0: the worst Walking with stilettos on on like soil would be mm-hmm. like the fucking worst. But I and did. And if give... it's
2: England, you know, oh. it's gonna be moist, so you're just gonna sink in immediately.
0: Hear that posh moist. <laughs> um, my big complaint later in the movie was Posh said that she couldn't run in heels when she's on the pavement, and I thought if anyone in the in the Spice Girls could run in heels, it
2: would be Posh.
0: It would be Posh, and that and I wonder I didn't look this it's up in the she's IMDb. So posh. She I didn't doesn't look this up. Need to she run. doesn't need to run. That's actually a good point because I was gonna say I hope in the IMDb comment section in like the ga- in the goofs mm. there would be someone that's like anachronistic. Posh Spice not being able to run in you know, like character. Mistake or something, like Spice not being able to run. So you're telling me that this isn't Richard O'Brien. Okay, now I believe
2: you. Are you telling me that this creepy,
0: bold, weirdo (laughs) isn't Richard O'Brien? Are you you sure? The one who's dressed up in all leather and black, covered in toilet water, isn't Richard (laughs) O'Brien. I did make a joke earlier when I was watching this in my notes. I was just very amused with myself where I was like, Richard E Grant's nemesis is Richard O'Brien.
3: <laughs>
0: it's two of the valves. Oh my God! Where... What does the O stand for? Well, it's one of those ones where that's just his last name. Though <laughs> I don't know what the E stands for. Maybe it does stand for Ernest. <laughs> I like that's the only option it could be. I can't think of any other E male name at the yeah, top of my head. Yeah, there's nothing common now. like Edward. No, 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 no. She put <laughs> Ernest there. And I'm like, well, I can't think of any other option. <laughs> said, I like, I like Ernest. <laughs> I actually want to know what it does stand for. (laughs) Um, It's like Edwin. So, Bartek. Yes? Tell us about... Edmund, even. It could be Edmund. It could be uh, Alfred. Who knows? Alistair. Bartek. Yes? Well... Uh, other than Wannabe, did you tell us what your favorite song in this movie was? Uh, I don't know the name, but
1: it's the one. It, it's already played. It's the Stop Right Now. Thank you very much. It's just called Stop Right Now. Okay, Stop Right Now. No,
0: keep singing it. I want
1: to hear need your lovely voice. With the <laughs> human touch. Hey, hey you. you. Always... Is it On the Run or Having Fun? On the Run. Always on the Run. Gonna... <laughs>
2: Gotta
0: gonna slow it down, baby, and fun. have some fun. Um, da 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 da. Is it bad?
2: I know dance moves for this. It actually no. is
0: bad that you know dance moves for this. I'm going to tell you what well, it is. Well, the guy who isn't podcaster Spice thinks it's bad. I am real, real guy Spice. That's that's my oh, name. Okay. I want to know what the E stands for in Richard E. Grant. Damn you. While I'm looking this it's gonna up. It's going to be like Homer J. Simpsons. Just E. Three E's. <laughs> <laughs> e. E. Richard E. Grant really loses his shit through this scene. Like, mm. like out of all the scenes, this is the one. He literally tries to choke her bunny to death, and she's like, no! I
1: could definitely see some people, like, being on his side, because he is, you know, he
0: is doing his job. Do you want to know who was on his side? Me! When I was watching this last <laughs> time, I kept Ryan saying, Richard E. Grant is absolutely correct in his anger towards these ladies right now. No, but
1: remember, there's a scene later on where they, where they admit that he's the one that lost he is i lost that fight he said i think well
0: fun fact yes i looked up the wrong richard e grant i looked up the paleontologist richard e grant (laughs) (laughs) who um doesn't tell me what the e stands for in his name either (laughs) which is just an interesting thing to point out maybe
1: that's the answer either
0: oh 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 my god it's not even his middle name what is it it's his real last name. Oh, so what? Grant isn't his last name. His name is Richard Grant. Esther, Esther Huisen. Esther. I don't know how to pronounce this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Esther Huisen. He. Let me have a look. He's, this is, he's a Swazi I'm the, English. I'm the Dutch actor. one. He's a, a Swazi look. English actor. So, so what's Swazi mean? Um, I can't remember the
2: Oh, it's um, he's South African as well.
0: Like oh, Freddie okay. Mercury, yeah.
1: right? Um, so that's so... what the
0: E stands for. Fun fact, not his last name, but his actual real last. Not his middle name, <laughs> but his real last name. Mr. Heisen. Heisen. Not,
2: not, South, um, not South African. He was born in Swaziland. Yeah. Um,
0: Spice but... Force 5 is happening right now. I just need to <laughs> point out that this is also one of the greatest moments ever because this is their Charlie's Angels whilst also being um, Fox Force 5 from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they all have their special talent, which we gotta love Ginger's talent, which is just becoming Bob Hoskins. (laughs) (laughs) That that got a really good laugh out of me. And he talks about feminism. I did love this gag, (laughs) (laughs) where she's like espionage and (laughs) all. Yes, and then Mel B probably is the lamest one. It's just like, ah, stock footage. Hey, Michael Bay was inspired by stock it. Stock footage, and then she goes, oh no. Oh, wait, this was the same year as Armageddon, right? Yeah, and then Master of Disguise, which is, okay, my, my fiance asked this, and I don't have a, a genuine answer, which is, does Ginger Spice not like wearing pants? Because she, her outfits are mainly yeah, ones where mainly her, like, her ass cheeks are yeah. hanging out. Well, she
1: was wearing, she's wearing a nail.
0: Girl power, equalization between the sexes. Mmm. I wonder how Bob Hoskins felt (laughs) dubbing that line. And here
2: we go, Victoria's bit.
0: Oh, and Victoria. uh, This is just hers. And she goes, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not even her saying it. It's an actual cat (laughs) dubbed over her going, meow. I
1: think I read a trivia point that in the trailer for this film, which even though I gathered comments from it, I didn't watch it, um, the Bob Hoskins bit, it's his actual voice saying it.
0: Well, I'm happy with it just being Ginger's voice (laughs) because it's so disconcertingly (laughs) weird creepy. Um, I do love how shit his documentary looks. it's very, very blue. (laughs) This is a great scene. This is such a great scene. You mentioned it a minute ago, yeah. Look at this. Just... (laughs) (laughs) You know what?
1: Even without the sound, just how quickly he doesn't even, like... (laughs) The microphone doesn't even stand still.
0: Yeah, and also, it does sound like they actually recorded it on that microphone, too. (laughs) Like, the way it just sounds so good. Oh, God, this movie was... Weird, to say the least. It was so surreal. Do you wish that they made more movies like this? There
1: needs to be more films that just...
2: Are a bit too absurd, but they're enjoyable. Yes,
1: You don't mm. just need straight-up stories. Mm.
0: I, I asked this on Tommy. i asked ask this on this as well. What band or musical group that exists currently deserves a movie... Like, this or just in general deserves a movie in which it's about them being a band or musical group.
2: Well, back in the day, I would have said One Direction.
0: Why not now? They're too old. They're broken up. Are
2: are they? Yes. Are you sure?
0: Yes. Are you 100% sure? Yes, I'm 100% sure. Breaking news, guys. Didn't they have a film? Apparently One Direction. No, their film was one of those ones where it's like, hey, we did a gig. And here's the gig. Justin Bieber also had one of those. the Never Say Never. Yeah, and so did Michael Jackson. And so did the Glee cast. Well, that was after he died, right? Yeah, this is it. But that was in... Oh, right. It was a concert. Yeah, that's right. He was being made. If
2: not, if now, there is another girl band in Britain, which is quite big.
0: You mean lady band?
2: Yes. Little Mix. Uh,
0: They must be so big. I've never heard of them. (laughs) Do they have a song that's iconic as Wannabe?
2: Yes. I just can't think of it right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it reminds me of when we did our play in University Soviet Western, where <laughs> it says like uh, our main character has a line something along those lines, where it's like, uh, you know, but um, I can't do it right now. Um, what was that line? <laughs> So, you don't have any options, basically, is what you're telling me, Lauren. You called me a band that Little no Mix,
2: it'd be a good what one. What
0: would their movie be? Would it just be it'd Spice be, World? Yeah,
2: basically, it would be another version of Spice World, he, I think.
0: Here's the thing i got to ask, too. Bartek, you're not really familiar with music, so I imagine you don't have a great answer yes. for this. I am not as familiar with modern music, but just to wing it, I'd like to have Justin Timberlake and the rest of Insync come back together. <laughs> he was in Insync, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah uh to come back and do a movie together about them coming back together and it would just be Boy Town 2. <laughs> um where but here's the thing. I love movies where bands make movies just because because there's no guidelines. Like there's no need for three act structures or character development. It's just whatever we can throw at the wall. Whatever we want, we'll just put it there. But this is very different to say when we did Tommy, because Tommy was based on a concept album by the Who, and it definitely had like a running story the whole way through. And it, yeah. and the Who, no offense to Spice World, are considered to have more artistic merit because the Spice Girls existed in this period of time, which was manufactured bands like In Sync, like Backstreet Boys, like Spice Girls, where it was this corporate mandate that we have to have a bunch of attractive people in a band to sell albums, right? Like, this, these these girls formed as a group because they answered an ad in a newspaper which was, we want to make a girl band, like, mm-hmm. be in this group if you're hot. And that's how they got formed. Like, the music label manufactured these pop stars. We thank don't... you, Simon Cowell. Yeah, no, thank you, Simon Cowell. But here's the thing. Is that era over now? Because I can't think of anyone since really One Direction and maybe the Jonas Brothers since then. The Jonas
2: Brothers are getting back together.
0: Yeah, but, you know, the Jonas Brothers are even still different because they were already musically Mm. doing things. Same with Justin Bieber. Like, they weren't manufactured by a music industry, but One Direction was.
2: They were one X Factor. Yeah, they got put together by someone, and Cal. Yeah, exactly. So yeah.
0: is that era over now? Because we really don't yes. have these super yeah. groups that are manufactured. Like like you have to have this persona. Like Harry in One Direction, you're the one with the hair. And Nigel, you're the embarrassing Nigel, one. And... Nigel, I don't fucking care. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And you Norbert. know what I mean? Like you have to have... You're the one who's got the tattoos. And you're mm. the one who's hot and edgy. You're the one who's kind of nerdy. And you're Scary Spice. And you're Scary Spice because mm. you're black. And uh, you know... We don't have that now. Do you think that's true? I think
2: yeah, I think it's true. Is you see a lot of people coming up more through the actual indi- work. Yeah, the actual work in like the independent music scene and then getting recognized by a big label and getting yeah, signed. Yeah, or you that get way. ones
0: that are just individual musicians like there's that teenage girl, Billie Billy Eilish. Yeah, yeah, she's got
2: independent support, you know, like but independent big big.
0: Yeah, and I, I wonder if it's a downside if we don't have that anymore because it was a charm to watching a big music industry create these products that are so out of touch. Like, like, Spice Girls, like I said, I'm not a fan and many people are, but I think what I like about them, even though not being a fan, is how instantly dated they were. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when mm. their albums came out, it was like, this album's not gonna last outside of this decade like you listen to a spice girls album now you're like "Phew, it's tripped down memory lane to 1990s mm-hmm. it's not like fresh and current like you, you like say like a rolling stones album it still sounds yeah, like from 70s yeah. but it still sounds fresh these girls and these bands just exist like as time capsules mm-hmm. To the point in which in this shot they can barely get Posh Spice's face not being covered by Baby's hair. I just wanted to point that out when you watch this. Like, Baby's hair is blocking her face for most of it. (laughs) And it's weird because in this movie, I don't know about Spice Girls' legacy or mythology, but... I always knew Posh as the big one, right? Posh is the one that was, like, Victoria Beckham. Posh
2: is the one who was bigger afterwards because she dated and then later married David okay. Beckham. And then, you know, I, thought, I, thought she was, I thought she was the popular
0: one, though. I thought she was, like, the big one. But then when you watch the movie, it seems like Ginger Spice is, like, the lead one. The lead of the Spice Girls. I always thought Posh was the lead.
2: No, I always thought Jerry Halliwell and Mel B were kind of the...
0: Mel B. Top two.
1: Yeah. So, so does that mean like Post Spice was the breakout hit? Or... Yeah, mm-hmm. she's yeah. She's the one
0: that's had longevity. I mean, we know her for one.
1: Yeah, well, She was the one that I, whose name I knew exactly, because yeah. she's a
0: Beckham now. Oh, David Beckham. But I find them interesting because both of them are still in the spotlight, but not very much.
2: They're very private,
0: which is weird because they seemed very early on, like during this period of time and when they first got married, very attention seeking. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing my fashion brand, everyone needs to know about it. I'm David Beckham, I am in underwear now. We need to know, but now they're very private. Very
2: private, maybe because they have a family. Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
0: But who would have thought that Posh Spice out of the Spice Girls would be the one, the less attention-seeking one, because Mm -hmm. Mel B's out there flogging herself. Jenny Craig. Flogging herself, just like, pouring herself out for attention, which which this movie even says happens. Like that Stephen Fry scene is so haunting because it's that's exactly what happened to yeah. them all. <laughs> like that scene is so great because it's like, does it? It makes you go, did the Spice Girls were they aware? Are the Spice? Do you think the Spice Girls are? Did you think? Do you think they were self-aware of what they were?
1: I mean, considering that we've been praising this film for being like, you know, having all this commentary about the entertainment industry and all that. I would imagine that there was a certain degree of that. And even in like the trivia, when we were talking about the Gary Glitter thing, it specifically said that they and some of the people higher up decided to cut that scene out. So that clearly implies that they had a say in this film.
2: Well, yes, they created the story themselves.
0: Mm, but it's like um, there's that TV show that's on Netflix, that anime that Jaden Smith and the guy from Vampire Weekend made, Neo Yokio, and it's like, the big question with that show is, and Jaden Smith also wrote it, is, is Jaden Smith aware that it's a piss take, mm. or does he think it's a genuine anime that he made? Like, and it's hard to say, because with musicians like the Spice Girls, when you get this preconception of them, or what they perceive to give you, which is they seem all kind of ditzy and vain and kind of you know, generic pop stars with no kind of self-awareness, you go, are they self-aware? Like, when they have a scene in which Stephen Fry saying this to them, do they laugh afterwards and they're, they're they're like, yeah, that's gonna happen, or do they think that's, like, a funny joke because that would never happen to them because they're the Spice Girls? These are the things I wonder... These are the things that keep me up at night. It also keeps me up at night that Brian never returns. Like this guy never returns. They never find him. They ruin his life. <laughs> like is that...
2: scamming coffee off him.
1: I really did think he was gonna play into something. Like yeah. when
0: they go to the place and it's all abandoned, it's for lease and it's like this place that they've ruined because of their like ex- you know, you know, taking advantage of him and then becoming famous and never actually helping him out. I thought there's going to be a payoff to that, where they're like, maybe he's at the gig, and they're like, "Oh, Brian, where are you?" And he's like, "Oh, things have gotten good, or whatever." We never see him again. Honestly, he could be dead. Isn't that depressing? Maybe he's locked inside the cafe. Maybe, maybe he's, he's homeless. Maybe he's homeless. Think about that when they sing "Wannabe" next time. Just poor old mm. Brian on the streets begging for change, <laughs> and Posh Spice walks past her in her heels, and he goes. Oh, Victoria, Victoria. And she's like, out of my way, scam. And she just keeps walking. <laughs> think about that next time you hear, oh, really? Really, really, really want to zigzag? Ah. If you want to be my lover, tell me where Brian is. Why do you think this is their standout song, Lauren? Especially you being an expert. Zigzag,
2: ah. That's my So,
0: Is that it? Do you yeah. think it's that phrase? Zigzag, ah.
2: No, because I think the lyrics are so bizarre. Like, if you want to be my lover, you, you've got to get. With, with my, my friends? friends. Which, who does that?
0: Well, Lauren, t- you tell us. You've got friends. Did you yes. get your lover because he got with them? No. Are you sure, though? Yes, I'm 100%? sure. I'm 100% Well, I've got some, sure. I've got some news for you. <laughs> We're <are> your friends. <laughs> <laughs> he got with us, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any of Lauren's lovers. <laughs> well, remember that guy who came around and had you? That was her the lover who <laughs> <laughs> got with you. Sounds dirty, Ryan. No, 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 to answer no, To answer your
1: question, no. though, Ryan, I I have a question in return. Okay. Which Spice Girls song was in Chicken Little? You got me there. Exactly. You got me there. It was Wannabe. It was Wannabe. It was Wannabe.
0: Disney recognises this song's quality. Mm. I don't know. Like I think it's because this song, out of all of them... It's the catchiest. It's the most upbeat mm. sounding like the rest of them are still upbeat but they've kind of got that aggressive energy to them mm. like this song feels
1: em- well, except my favorite one
0: <laughs> which was stop
1: right now thank
0: the... oh yeah but that one sounds annoying oh <laughs> the one that ryan
1: asked he me to sing so... to hear my voice is the annoying one
2: Bartek seems so disappointed <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm blushing but out of sadness <laughs> on the inside I like how Baby Spice wears these, like, platform boots that are, like, 10 inches tall, yet she's still a short-ass. Mm-hmm. How tall is Baby Spice? She is the size of a baby. <laughs> she's the size of a baby.
1: Ryan, there was a sign on the side of the building that said, "Too late."
0: So, i got a big question. Everyone asks this. You know, the, the what Spice girl are you? Mm-hmm. Um, but before I ask that... I want to ask, we're all actors. We've all studied acting. Mm-hmm. We've all got a degree. Now, remove drama. remove your your thing of, oh, me personally, I would be this Spice Girl. But come at it as an actor and be genuine. Which Spice Girl would you be cast as in this movie? If you went to an audition, who do you think you would be baby. playing? <laughs> you would be baby, would you? Yeah. Okay, okay, Bartek? Bartek, think about this. Which Spice Girl would you be? You walk into the audition, I'm Bob Spears. And I'm like, alright, Bartek. Which baby, I mean, which (laughs) not baby Spice are you? Um, Well, I'm overweight, so I probably won't be
1: Sporty Spice. Um, (laughs) You'd be Stephen
0: Fry Spice.
1: (laughs) No, I'm Podcaster Spice, but that's probably not going to be an acceptable
0: answer. Um, I that's a really good question. Why you mull it over? Let's just appreciate how Stephen Fry's playing his Melchard character <laughs> from season four, but saying General lines, Melcher, yeah. but saying lines like, "Your meats aren't as fat as they used to be," and and call Hootie and the Blowfish, which were real, yeah. a- apparently.
2: In the version I watched, he said call Gary, um, Glitter, not Gary Glitter, Gary. What's his name? G- Gary Newman, Gar- not Newman. Is it? He's really big in the UK. Yeah, I was, that's what yeah. I was about to bring up. The, the
0: trivia
1: point that for the American version, they changed it to Hootie and Gary the Blowfish.
2: Gary Barlow. Gary
1: Barlow. I don't know, Gary Barlow. Is...
2: Gary Barlow, he was with um, Intake That with Robbie Williams. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: so the British version, they said him instead of Hootie and the Blowfish. But
0: which do you prefer hearing Stephen Fry say, Gary Barlow, or him saying, Hootie and the Blowfish? Gary Ka- Barlow. <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of sounded like he was saying Hootie yeah Steve but it's so be great because Steve Fry. so which spice girl are you so i'm I'm the casting director you're giving me a great monologue. It's like say you've come in to read a Hamlet monologue and I'm like he's really nailing this. this is a spice girl he would be. who do you genuinely think you would be cast as in terms of your acting um,
1: as maybe maybe ginger spice
0: you would be ginger and maybe. deep down I know I would be I'd be posh. I would play Posh Spies. I like playing arrogant characters. Yes. Yeah, But the thing I liked about her was she was arrogant, but
1: like not too arrogant. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you really sure? Very. <laughs> she's really mean to Ginger. I know she's, I know, yeah. But, but like in the, in the group scenes, like she does have that attitude, but it's not taken too far, I felt. And I found that really engaging.
0: Now, Elvis Costello is in this sequence here. What a hero. We all love Elvis. Uh, not Elvis Presley, of course. Elvis Costello, Bartok. I mean, obviously. Bartok, w- talking about which Spice Girl are you, we did find a quiz. Mm-hmm, and I'm the only one at the moment who's finished it. Which Spice Girl did you turn out to be? Which one do you think I am? <laughs> Ginger,
1: right? No. It's posh. No. Sporty? No. Mel
0: B? You're scary. Wow,
1: well, the one that you didn't <laughs> yeah. guess at all was the answer, right? He's it's Baby, I'm baby Spice.
0: Fuck. <laughs> 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 I, I wouldn't have guessed it. Uh, well, it was literally your now, fifth guess. I didn't do this quiz that Bartek sent me, but I did the BuzzFeed quiz, and I was Ginger Spice. And that's where I learned that bit where she apparently said she was born, and she said girl power. Because it literally <laughs> had like a little video of her saying that in okay. an interview. Fun fact, Lauren, did Mm. you do what I did, which was look up the Spice Girls for preparation for this? No. Well, fun fact, before we even get into trivia, breaking news, Spice Girls fans. Mel B said recently, as of recording this interview 24 hours ago, she said, and this is true. 24 hours ago? 24 hours ago of recording this, because I just looked it up, in breaking news, and, and Ginger Spice confirmed it, that Mel B and Ginger Spice have had sex together many times. Really? Yeah. That's actually a genuine what? thing. And there's an interview with Piers Morgan where he's very gross about it. He's just, like, pushing her to answer it. And Mel C's just in there like, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. And Mel B's like, come on, really? And then uh, Piers is like, "Like, were you the dominant one? And he's just, and Mel B's like, don't be a pervert. <laughs> but um, apparently... And Melby says, that, like Ginger. Uh, Jerry's gonna be so angry at me when because now she's like a posh bird living in like a mansion with a husband." But oh, it's all <laughs> true. And then Ginger apparently confirmed this. So breaking news for those lesbian Spice Girls fans: scary, confirmed. Scary and Ginger. Scary Ginger. Um, but Lauren, we do have a which Spice Girl are you quiz. Here.
2: Okay, are we gonna do it? I'm gonna do it. You're gonna do it. Do it live.
0: Do you have a presumption of which one you're gonna be?
1: I mean, she said she'd be cast as baby. No, so.
0: no, no but like mm. that's that's when she's like in I'm the gonna movie. like I'm going to get Mel B, though. You feel like you're going to be scary. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Your best friend just broke up with her boyfriend. She has spent the whole week crying. You, dot, 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 go over to her house and let her cry all she wants. Uh, you Call up the jerk and spend an hour telling him how horrible he is. Your friend was listening on the other line and she burst into laughter. Mission accomplished! You take her out for some retail therapy. Nothing says, I'm over you, like a few bags of the latest fashion. You show up at her house with a pair of ice skates and the two of you go to the lake. She cheers up instantly and promises not to let him bother her hey. anymore. Wait, wait. Or, because oh, oh, there's, okay. there's five, five of them. Oh, five for every question, or I Or tell her he was not the guy for her and that the world is full of opportunities. B. B, so you're, oh, you're going to be scary. You're you're actively (laughs) trying to be scary, No, I'm not. That's
2: legit what i do.
0: (laughs) You would not. You would not. You don't know. I know. That's the phone one, right? Yeah. So, the season you enjoy the most is winter, autumn. You like them all equally. Summer or spring?
2: Autumn.
0: Oh, you're going to definitely be scary, Spice. She's a winter girl. I'm just telling you that now. I picked summer. I'm going to be spring. That's when I'm born, baby. I was born autumn, but I picked summer. Okay. Lauren, next question. (laughs) Three of 12, my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Your boss is so pleased with your last presentation that she gives you an extra long weekend. You are glad for the break and just veg out for the weekend. You get the gang together for a party. That's definitely not Lauren. Uh, you go on a shopping spree with your BFF. You go on a romantic getaway with your sweetie, or you decide to go to work anyway. There's so much to do, and you are the best one to do it. D. Yeah, that's... <laughs> D. So you would be romantic getaway. Yeah. Okay. That's Lauren for... What did you write, biotech for that one? Um... Romantic getaway with a sweetie?
1: I th- Was that the one that had an option to just be myself
0: or something? Veg out, yeah.
1: Probably that one.
0: Um, when nobody is looking, you eat a bag of potato chips and have a soda, but just once a month. When nobody is looking You are pretty much the same person You love yourself and you are true to yourself You, When nobody is looking at you You watch The Notebook And cry over the thought of one true love You take a bubble bath Shut your eyes and do nothing but relax Or you put on sweats Not pants, just sweats (laughs) And don't put on any makeup Everyone deserves to have a nothing day B, Uh, no, the bubble bath one. The bubble bath one, D. Yeah, I actually don't know which one you're gonna get now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm genuinely like, where's Lauren gonna fall? Well, if you're having a
1: bath, you're not gonna be sweaty, so you're not sporty. So
0: you are most comfortable when you are wearing fashions right off the runway. You completely obsess over all the new lines and spend no expense to get them first. You are most comfortable when you are wearing. Baby doll tees and jeans. Comfort is important to you. You are comfortable when you are wearing something short and sexy. The attention makes you feel great. And damn, you're a hottie. You're most comfortable when you're wearing a professional skirt suit. You look, you're looking like a sexy authority figure. <laughs> or you feel really comfortable when it's track suits and runners. You love to go jogging and work out.
2: The one with the baby tee and jeans.
0: Uh, you're really gonna go for baby spice, aren't you? Oh, I didn't pick that one. And I got baby spice. So. <laughs> <laughs> what did you pick? Um, prob- probably, uh, probably something the- sexy and short. I know you. Either that one or the last one. But so, because I like Lauren, out. your yes. in-laws just cold. They're only ten. They're only ten minutes away, and you are stopping over on impromptu visit and they are stopping over for an impromptu visit you are pleasantly surprised and wait for them on the front porch you have no worries you have the same maid that your mother-in-law has so the house is <laughs> impeccable <laughs> you you work your natural charms so perfectly that the mess you call your home goes unnoticed you dash around like a mad woman throwing clutter in closets and under couches or you know that they are going to find something to critique but they got to come over sometime
2: the crazy running around one
0: yeah that's that's definitely you you're a mad lady uh, i think she's going back to scary Spice. <laughs> well well just just to interrupt this quiz for a second i did love the scene here in which they are helping deliver a, a baby and there's just a nurse. And I love that the woman says, the, their friend goes, I think it's time. And the nurse just runs over and goes, It is! <laughs> like, that's one of my favorite little bits. But Lauren, next question. The technological advance you appreciate the most is a jet ski. You love cruising as fast as you can, <laughs> feeling the water spray in your face. The technological advance you appreciate the most is Botox and Photoshop. Both are you both are going to keep you looking young for a very long time. The one you appreciate most is cell phones You can reach whomever you want whenever you want. The one you appreciate most is the internet. You would go totally berserk without being connected or digital cameras. <laughs> The internet. No, no. Can we just appreciate that it? it's just just digital cameras, <laughs> all lowercase. It's no, like... No, po- po- no poeticism about it. Just digital cameras. You can't beat the internet. So, Lauren, your brother needs you babysit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, this one's really well written. Your brother needs you babysit your niece on your day off so he can go work. She is home from school with the flu. You... Read her stories all day and comfort her. By the time your brother comes home, she's feeling much better. You rush over and bring your Hannah Montana DVD collection. Who's the best auntie? Um, <laughs> you say. You say you don't want to get sick either, and suggest he take the day off. You definitely do not deal with puking kids well. You spend the day cuddling with her, even though she throws up on you a few times. Hey, it's not her fault. Or you make a health shake for her full. Of the most essential vitamins and realize it wasn't the best thing to give a kid who is vomiting. A. Oh, really? You would read stories. What stories would you read, Lauren? Spice World The, the entire <laughs> Harry
2: Potter <laughs> series.
0: Well, you're Stephen Fry, now.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, Lauren, this is a real good one. The perfect man for you is someone athletic and strong. He's got to be able to keep up with you and know how to rock climb and not be afraid to jump out of a plane with you. He needs to be intelligent and has goals. You want someone who wakes up and sees the potential the day brings. Or you could have someone who likes to have fun and gets along with all your friends. If he can't get with your friends, he's not the guy. It could also be sweet and romantic. You want someone to bring you flowers for no reason and write poetry about you. Or the final one, rich and powerful and gorgeous. You want life of luxury and that's just the way it's going to be. Intelligence. Really? You want intelligence? Jeez, Lauren. Wow. Making all the dumb people sad. You're making really dumb people sad. Okay, Lauren, you've just found out that your best friend is having a baby. You prepared for this? Yeah. So you're finding out that your best friend is Mm -hmm. having a baby. Okay. You are... You were ticked because she broke the no-kids rule, but as long as she doesn't expect you to change any diapers, you can learn to deal with it. You start waiting on her hand and foot and remind her of the importance of a well-balanced meal. You cry. You are so happy for her. This is what she has always wanted for her whole life, and you can't wait to hold that precious baby in your arms. You... Scream and hold and hug her. Now you'll have someone to spoil. Yeah, yeah. Or you congratulate her and then start doing parenting research and give her all of the information.
2: (laughs) It's definitely the last one.
0: You're
1: the worst. That's the one I picked. (laughs) That would be the
0: fucking worst. That's the fucking worst one. It's because I didn't want to do any of the other things. Like I don't want to scream. Okay, Lauren. Your mother convinces you to go see a fortune teller with her. Does this sound like your mum?
2: No, I do it by myself anyway.
0: <laughs> do you see fortune tellers? I've
2: seen one before, yeah.
0: What did they tell you? You have oh, to tell us. Said, and did it come true? They trip? said I'm
2: going to be, be big in the like, corporate world.
0: Oh, I thought they were just like, you're going to be big. That's really uniform. <laughs> you're going to be big. <laughs> okay, lime Huge. Huge. The fortune teller tells you some horrible things about your future. You... Have a moment where you almost believe the fortune teller, but then your common senses come back. (laughs) You smile politely and tell your mum it's time to go. You only went there because your mum wanted you to. This stuff is just as reliable as horoscopes and personality quizzes. Give me a break. You don't believe it for a second. This stuff is so fake that it's ridiculous. You demand she give your mum her money back and then walk out of this place without a second. Glance. You hand her a $20 bill and ask her to see if she can predict something a little nicer for you. You don't believe in this kind of stuff, but it doesn't hurt to cover your bases? That's like a question. <laughs> um. Or you cry uncontrollably all the way home and tell your mother your life is ruined. Why did she take you there? Lauren?
2: A, the first one. Believe it for a little bit. Then use your common sense and go, no, it's not going to happen.
0: You're really going to be that person? Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's realistic because, like, okay. the whole thing is it's all believable
0: and okay. random stuff. Okay, last one, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Last one. This is the one that you really need to think about Question real hard. Question 12. You ask your friend to be brutally honest and tell you something you can improve about yourself. She says, or me, it could be me saying this, so just factor that mm-hmm. in, no, Lauren. No, she says right. Maybe you have a teensy flair for the dramatic. Oh my God, she thinks you're a freak. (laughs) She says, what's to improve? You are a masterpiece of perfection. Just what you thought, but it's nice to hear. She says, you need to be more assertive. You nod quietly and fight back the tears. (laughs) You need to relax a bit. That night, as you run on the treadmill, you wonder what she means. Or you're a bit of a perfectionist, and then you think to yourself, and that's a flaw?
2: The last one, the perfectionist one. <laughs> oh, you're going
0: to be definitely scary, Spice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it if it came up with your Richie
1: Grant. I love the policeman's line in this scene, where he's like, yeah, and you scare the pigeons. <laughs>
0: um, oh, this is a random one. Uh, which website do you like to go shopping for cosmetics, Lauren? Maya? Sylvia? David Jones? Or a, none of the above? I think that's, a s- ad, Ryan, that's I didn't an ad, right? That's an ad, No, no, it says to answer this, you have to do this. I'm gonna. I didn't have to do that. Tough shit, Bartek. We're finding yeah, out. it doesn't matter. Five stars. Yes. Yes. Dude, I just got the answer. Get results. I got some... Hurry up. Hurry up. We're analyzing responses. Oh, my God. You're Scary Spice. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I knew it, Lauren. I knew you are going to be Scary Spice. I just knew it from the very beginning. Is
2: it because I said I was going to be Scary It's because you're black. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: Hermione. (laughs) You're exactly like JK Rowling's Hermione. She should have been played by Mel B. (laughs) But still like Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> and, well that makes and, a Harry uh, Potter actor in the film
0: I would love it if Harry Potter had Mel B as Hermione but like when she was still like 11 years old or whatever or 12 years old and she's just like Oi Harry you baby get out of here <laughs> yeah. and she's just like <laughs> the running the baby around. who lived the baby who lived <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, Louise! So this movie is a crazy fun time to the point in which Richard E. Grant suggests suicide. Um, big pu-
1: public suicide.
0: Public suicide. It? Big question: is this is this a kids' movie? No. But who are Spice Girls' biggest fans?
2: Tweens. Therefore, kids. not children. They're kids. They're in between. They're
0: kids. They're kids. They're kids. What, oh. What's
1: your definition of kids and tweens, fellas?
0: Well. Twins are kids.
1: Yeah, but like, what's? it's a distinction, though.
0: Mm. I didn't make that distinction.
1: Yeah, but it is a distinction.
0: Is it a certifiable distinction that they literally, like, Oh, you go from child to tween to teen to adults. Is that like how Pokemon evolution works? I, I or is think tween it... just a new phrase that we've just used because they're well, demographic a... no, to market? Well, it's called sl-
2: prepubescent.
1: Well, it's a slang term, kind of, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean something. Mm.
0: Like uh, well, I still call them children. Like tweens, mm. what,
1: like 11, 12? Yeah,
0: 11,
2: 12, 13, I call 14, 14, I think up to 14.
0: 14, 13 literally has the name of it in the title. Teen. I think in psychology <laughs> terms it goes like infant,
1: which is like up to two years old, early childhood up to six, late childhood up to 12, teenager up to like 18 or 20, I can't remember. Young adult till 35 middle-aged adult to, like, 65, and then old adult. You mean elderly? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Did you hear tween in any of those?
1: That's right. Well, like I said, it's a slang term, but it still means something. Sorry,
0: sorry. Norm from Cheers is dancing to Spice Girls, and I just need to appreciate the fact that here's the thing I don't get. Why is Norm from Cheers And also there's
2: that one extra that keeps breaking character, and it really frustrated me.
0: Is that extra called Lauren?
2: No, she just (laughs) kept looking up, going, oh, they're filming up there.
0: Oh, right, I'm meant to be dancing. We were talking about if this is a kid's film. Yeah, is this a kid's movie? Cause Lauren, don't debate me about tweens. Just, just like, is this movie directed towards young girls? Yes. But at the same time, it has really weird, disturbing, sexual, and suicide, and has gags that only adults from the '90s would enjoy. Mm. So, um and Meatloaf no,
2: it's a kids movie that it is. is they it? are appealing to the parents who are obviously gonna go with the kids.
0: The parents who must love spice girls. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Well, with all the cameos, not the parents that don't like the spice girls, but, but all the, go the ones who are like, you know who
0: I love? Meatloaf. Yeah. And I'm glad that he appeared mm-hmm. in the Spice Girls movie. Mm-hmm. The guy who did Bat from Hell is in Spice Girl. Oh, Richard E. Grant's dancing is great, my dad. He dances mm-hmm. really great. I uh, I felt really educated this episode that learning Richard Are e. they Grant literally is in only singing man.
2: la 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 la, la right now?
0: Well, they're singing Yellow Man.
2: Yellow Man into Book 2.
0: Yeah. So Lauren's singing along. This is her favorite song. She said this earlier.
2: Dancing Queen. Uh, Travel, <laughs> Space Fed and all that's in between. So, so. cuz of
3: the favorite nice, so like book. <laughs> <okay. It's nice, laughs>
0: Okay, Lauren. Want, yeah. up. <laughs> we want
1: we want spice up your life to become the next harden the fuck up. I really yeah. like the
0: fact I can't get over that Norm from Cheers and is in this because I have to really highlight, for, especially you, Bartek, because you're he's a bit, the fat American guy. Yeah, he's he's yeah. Norm from Cheers. So Norm from Cheers, you to remember Bartek. Cheers was a very big sitcom, American sitcom. Mm-hmm. It was huge. It went on for several seasons. Was like, that the one set in the bar? Yes. Right. Frasier came from that Mm -hmm. and it had Ted Danson in it and Shelley Long and then Kirstie Alley. It was a huge, huge sensation. Like, you know, everyone, everyone would watch Cheers like it was a big show. We all know the theme song on a level, you know, everybody knows your name and and Mm -hmm. Simpsons rips it off. Everyone's made a parody of it and all this kind of stuff. And the thing about Cheers is I think universally the most popular character or the most well-liked character was Norm from Cheers, who was the bar fly. He was the big, you know, fat guy who sits at the end of the bar. He has his spot. He's always bitching about his wife. We never get to meet her, I don't think. Uh, and he's just like your everyday common guy who's at the bar. And you, we all like Norm because we're all like, we can relate to Norm. We're like, Norm from Cheers. So Norm is like the representation of the the working man's guy in, in America. And then after Cheers, he does Spice World. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is like a really Weird acting choice For an American to make Because also here's the thing the Spice Girls as big as they were At this point they weren't that big in America This was their mm. way to get big in America They were very big in the UK This Let's also, Bartok Here's something to blow your mind I don't know if you know this But this came out 10 months after their first album I think I did hear something like that And, and then yeah. their second album came out During this time as well So, isn't that amazing, Lauren? The just quick turnaround? Like, they're they're, they're almost so confident that the Spice Girls would have this longevity.
1: Uh, By the way, Ryan, the credits said, yeah, Steve, Stephen Fry played just Judge. Judge. (laughs) Just his name, Judge. Uh,
0: Just Judge? Just Judge. Is that his name? Just Judge?
1: Not Just Jason, Just Judge. Judge. Just Judge. (laughs)
0: Open quote, Judge, close quote. Uh... I do like the little subtlety there of the of the camera guy looking quickly at Mel B's ass and then walking off frame. <laughs> and we don't see him again now. <laughs> He's gone. We never see him again. Mel B's here. But my fiance was like, hey, where's Posh? Did she not want to be in this? And then as, she, as soon as she said that, Posh just walks past and says one line. And then we never see Posh again. Which is exactly it. You know, that's what we want from Posh Spice. Um, there she goes. (laughs) Partick, just to ask you, we've Mm -hmm. done many episodes, but what movie did we do on this podcast that had a very similar ending to this movie in which it was the characters or a character speaking to the audience as they're in the theatre and even makes references to people kissing in the back? I swear we've had a movie on this show that did that at the very end. Am Mm. I wrong? Swear we have
1: no, We haven't done Ferris Beauty Nah he just says to Go That's a, home No I swear uh, we've had
0: one Where it's like the credits They're like yeah, hey, you huh. You're kissing at the back there. Yeah, like I swear it's like They cut out Like they, they pop out Of a hole in the screen And they're like Talking to I him. don't know about kissing But
1: Sharktail kind of Had crazy uh, No Like saying Give me some of that popcorn
0: And then he jumps in No 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 we've, we've done something And here's the gift That I sent to Lauren In preparation for this Of them waving at you hmm. <laughs> Hey, didn't you say the post spice left?
1: No, she's back now. Oh, oh I thought you said you would never see her again.
0: Oh, Was that for the story? for that one take shot, yeah. Now she's joined in in the close up shot where they're just babbling to the audience. I love stuff like this in a credit sequence. where it's just it's just fun, you know. Like mm-hmm. they're having fun. they have actually got good chemistry with just the camera. It's it's a fun sequence, mm-hmm. Lauren.
1: When you watch it alone, though, they're kind of ganging up on you with questions.
0: Stop ganging up me. <laughs> So, Lauren, we're approaching the end of the movie. Mm. I'd love to hear your review and rating of this movie. Being a posh Spice fan, being a Spice Girls fan, and mm-hmm. a Spice World fanatic now.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Um, let's hear from you.
2: With all the cameos, with the multiple stories, I give this wonderful movie, Spice World, <laughs> a rating of five Parish Fashion Week. Catwalks that Victoria Beckham can walk down and have a um, standing ovation to.
0: And is that your review as well? Yes, that is my review. That's it. As well. That's yep. it. Nice, just, short and sweet. Just like, like, just like posh spice. Yeah. Short, sweet, nice. Oh, well, maybe not nice. She seems a bit, a bit standoffish. But that's Bartek though. <laughs> <laughs> you're posh. No, I'm baby. You wanted to be posh, but then you're well, like, I, I didn't, can't I be. I
1: wasn't really aiming for anyone. I was just. She was
0: your favourite.
1: I guess. Yeah. yeah exactly. Doesn't mean I want to be her. Are you sure? Ryan, how can I kiss her if I am her? I mean, (laughs) what?
0: (laughs) Oh, easy, Barton. I'm podcast Spice. You see, you grab your one hand like this and you you, you, get your index finger to touch the tip of your thumb like that, get it in like that OK symbol, and then Mm -hmm. you get your other hand and stick your thumb through that and you kiss that. (laughs) And it's like kissing, French style. Lauren knows, Lauren knows, Lauren knows. She's like, I had to practice that all through high school.
2: No, I had my first kiss at 12, guys. I'm good.
0: With your hand. We get it, Lauren. No need to brag. I'm Lauren. I got my first kiss at 12. Why is just between them. I kissed kissed Bobby Riggs near the truck stop for 12 dollars (laughs) y um, that's my review. No. <laughs> if I have to give this movie a review and a rating, here it is Spice World, more like Spice, yes herb world more like I love this movie sometimes you don't need a movie with a plot and people go whoa Ryan in the past you've condoned uh, like, you've condemned movies without plots and yes I have yes I have but here's the thing it depends the attitude of the movie and the execution this movie is going for a weird surrealist absurdist edge to it that's also commentating on the fact that it's kind of stupid that you're making a movie about the spice girls and that in itself is The plot of the movie, but it doesn't need an actual, real, solid three-act structured plot. You don't need the Spice Girls to save the orphanage, you know, like, because you would watch that and think that just isn't real. This is all stupid. And instead, they actually went, you know what is stupid? This is an idea for a movie. Like, we're doing a movie. That's stupid. (laughs) So they just go with that. And that is so awesome. If I have to give this movie a rating, which I do. I'd have to give it a zigzag out of a zigzag.
2: That's a good rating.
0: Yeah, you're jealous, aren't you? Yeah. Lauren's giving me that <laughs> <laughs> giving me that just stare where she's like, Fuck, I didn't think of that. But <laughs> like, you'll be really proud to know that the that the writer of this movie, one of, went on to write and direct your favourite movie, S Club Seven.
1: Oh right, okay.
0: There you go. There you go. Just wanted I to forgot
2: S Club Seven had a movie.
0: Uh don't worry. I didn't forget. So, Bartek, let's hear from you. Um,
1: I... This might shock you, but I like this film. <gasps> <gasps> uh, all right, take a deep breath, Ryan. <gasps> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I said your name weird there because I thought I was saying it wrong, but Ryan mm. is your name. That is my <laughs> name. I think. <laughs> that is my name. Who am I? Oh, yeah, Podcaster Spice. Um, this is actually a very good film. I, I definitely was hesitant walking in, because this is one that I've heard a big reputation for. Um, I'd had preconceptions based on a review, a video review that I saw many years ago. Um, it was one that I thought, like, is, is this just going to be a bunch of sketches? But like we've established, there is a plot here, and... Even if a lot of them are random, like not to like Family Guy hard cut cutaways or anything lot- like Well,
0: they do have random hard cut cutaways <laughs> that are random.
1: They do, I'll, I'll admit that. Maybe, maybe I have to admit that. This film was very funny. It had moments that were just burst out laughing funny. It had just, just chuckle funnies. It had a lot of really good funnies. Polite chuckle funny? Polite chuckle funnies, yeah, sure. It had the whole shebang of funnies in this film.
0: (laughs) That should have been the subtitle for the movie. Spiceball, the whole shebang of
3: funnies.
0: (laughs) I would watch that movie. That's the
3: sequel. That's
0: the
1: squeakquel. The 2020 sequel. I would watch that. Uh, I definitely think a lot of people should check this one out. It's it's hard to be presumptuous, but I, I think a lot of people would have at least heard of this film if they haven't seen it and yeah if we consider the fact that it's meant to be for spice girls fans typically younger girls it's going to be kind of hard to recommend to people but i think i think everyone you should just put aside the the preconceptions you have and actually check it out for what it is You know, maybe, maybe if you're like a good bad movie fan, you might get something out of this. We, I think, I think we can agree, think that this is actually a genuinely good film and unappreciated. Where
0: was its Oscar? I'm looking at you, Harvey Weinstein. Why didn't you promote this?
1: Mm -hmm. Apparently, it won. Mm I can't remember if it was nominated or if it won, but there were, like, seven golden raspberries for it.
0: I hope that it won none of those, but in fact, I hope it won a Logie somehow. I think the fi- The Australian <laughs> TV Awards. I think
1: they won Worst Actress for just the Spice Girls. How
0: no. dare you? Did you not see Ginger Mice?
1: <laughs> Did you not see all the Spices?
0: And herbs standing over in the corner. One of,
1: one of the quizzes is the
0: twelve secret
2: ingredients. One of the
1: character quizzes had a weird question where it was like, pick a spice, and it just had four pictures of different spices, and it didn't even <laughs> label them. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know which <laughs> one's which. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And which one did you pick? The (laughs) bottom right one. And
1: what did it look like? It was like a bunch of yellow powder in a bowl. Okay, great. I know (laughs) that.
0: You remember that spice?
1: Yellow powder? It wasn't wasn't like coriander or anything. Oh, turmeric.
2: I was thinking it would be turmeric.
1: No, it wasn't that yellow. Onion powder? It
2: was
0: like sandy...
1: Onion
2: powder. powder, Paprika.
0: I don't know. Paprika's red. Paprika but dyed yellow. (laughs) Sumac? (laughs) It
1: wasn't labelled, Lauren, I can't tell you. Oh, oh,
0: oh, all purpose. We'll look it up after
1: this review, or after the episode's (laughs) done. Anyway, this is a great film. I give this film a stop right now, roger but half a star, what the fuck, (laughs) out of a five.
0: Out of, out. yeah, you should have had it, out of, in your most hated movie list of all time? What the fuck, Roger? Yeah, it was weird. He... He made it sound like this was the worst
1: film of 1998. He gave it a lower rating than Armageddon, but then he called Armageddon the worst film of
0: 1998. Uh, well, in retrospect, it was the worst film, but at the time, it wasn't. Did you read his review right? I didn't know. I thought you would have. I did. It was. It was did, be- he, did he write something like... My name is Roger Ebert, and the Spice Girls are a musical band from England. I went to England one time. The Spice Girls were not at England, so are they really from England as a musical act? One time I met Dwayne The Rock Johnson at an airport in England. He said, hey, Roger, did you get those cookies I sent you? And I said, yes, I did, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Five-star review. He was really
1: mean in this review. You like, <laughs>
0: don't say. He was like
1: actually like insulting the girls. He was like, they can't sing. They're, they're only unique things. You know, mu- thing.
0: music, music maker, Roger Ebert.
1: <laughs> they're only unique things that they have different personalities. You could replace them easily with five people at a Dunkin'
0: Donuts line or something hey, like that. Hey, did Simon Cowell make the Spice Girls? You, you mentioned I him think he, I think he
2: may have worked at
0: the Because I'm company. surprised he wasn't in this movie.
2: He hates acting.
0: But he appears in everything. He's in the fucking Simpsons. Jesus, Lauren. <sighs> so, Bartek, hit us with the reviews and ratings from the interwebs. Sure, I will do that. <clears throat> the first things that I have
1: are comments from YouTube.
0: YouTube.com? Yes. Slash you s- trailer like for Q, Spice Run?
1: Q, capital R, <laughs> no, <it's> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hit us in the loincloth. <clears throat> The first comment is one that has a response, and it goes as such. Great. It's easy to forget how huge they were in the 90s. My sister was absolutely crazy about them, so I grew up having these songs drilled into my head. Even got subjected to having to watch this movie a few times. Oh, and the PlayStation game.
2: There's a PlayStation game. Patrick, why didn't you play it?
1: <laughs> I didn't
0: know. It <laughs> you are loved. You would have been. You you should have been like. And guys. My brother Oscar, and he was a small <laughs> child, really wanted the Spice Girls game. He was born after this film. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And he's like, but doesn't that, that doesn't that doesn't mean the, the PlayStation of... One game came out directly at the same time? Oh, it yes. could have been a year or two later. And he then came your brother... out
1: of the womb, and he said, "I want to play the Spice Girls." <laughs> no, he game. came
0: out with a PS One controller, <laughs> and that was that. Oh, oh, that, that was his that umbilical cord. cord. <laughs> 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 uh, Lauren and I are the same wavelength, <laughs> <laughs> and. He had the memory card in his hand and the and the disc in the other. And he's like, I'm
1: ready! That was his first words. I'm ready. I didn't get a PlayStation until, like, 2003. Well, I your think. brother was already yeah. on top of the game. Uh, anyway, the next comment... Oh, sorry, the response to that is... We are good for the next few more days before the game starts at work, and I'm not able to come today (laughs) as soon as I get home, and I'll let you know as soon as you know when I'm on the way. But I'm there now, but we'll be back to you in a few hours. And he said it was a good day for you about the position, and I am so sorry to hear about this, but I will let you to call her.
0: <laughs> was that an email was that an email they meant to send it's like, to it's somewhere like a, else? It's
1: like the YouTube comment version of a wrong number. Yeah,
0: it's like an e miss, uh, uh wrong e- wrong email sent to that person. Like, oops, I didn't mean to send that email to you. Whoopsies. I just said YouTube.com so... <laughs> and I sent my email. I was
1: too distracted by hearing that the Spice World has a game on the PS1. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the next comment is. I was 11 years old when, no H, I first bought this movie and watched it with my friends and sister at, like the symbol at, the end of June in 1998. Oh. The school, spelled with a K, year was done. And it was also one month after Jerry departed from the group. Is it Jerry or Gary? Jerry.
0: Jerry. Really? <laughs> one of them in the movie said Gary. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Controversy. Maybe they... that's
2: why she left.
3: <laughs> Ooh.
0: If I watched a lot of
1: movies for the very first time, but Spice World is hands down the best film I have ever seen when I watched for the first time. I say that because they were big in the 90s, so watching a film starring them was a great memory. Also, the fact for when I watched it, where I watched it, and who I watched it with, not only do I have the movie on VHS, but I also got it... Sorry, I also got their first two CDs. Great. Even though they only lasted as a group for a few years, they made a big impact worldwide. "Wanna Be" and Who Do You Think You Are are my top two best songs from them. If they never watched... Uh, sorry, if they never seen them live, but the movie itself shows you who they are, and it's a true classic for life. 2016 marks 20 years since their very first song. I was hoping for a worldwide tour, but it didn't happen. They are the best thing of the 90s, and I love them for life. Spice Girls forever.
0: Uh, Another trivia fact about recent Spice Girls news was they're like, we're going to do a world tour, but apparently they're not doing that because Mel B called Victoria a bitch.
2: No, Mel, um... Posh, no. Posh wasn't even going to do the reunion tour in the first place.
0: But, but, but recently I looked it up. Posh said, yeah, really I'm, I'm definitely not doing it. I'm definitely not doing it because Mel B called me uh, uh, a total bitch. Jeez, Mel B, leave Posh alone. She's just a very rich, spoiled bitch.
1: Leave her alone. <laughs> and the final comment, a very short one, but it it's a very personal one. <clears throat> I remember taking the missus to see this. Biggest load of shit I have ever watched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but did she like it? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we'll never know. we never know. It's like if I said, it's like if I said, like, oh yes, Lauren and I, went out one time at this rave club. I absolutely fucking hated myself, and I never went again. It's like, but what about Lauren? Did she enjoy it? What, did she come back? What happened to her? And then Lauren's like, well, i like, no. Just We don't talk about Lauren's <laughs> point of view. It's only my point of view.
1: She doesn't have an account in this conversation.
0: Lauren doesn't exist outside of my reference of her. <laughs> don't laugh. That proves that I'm not right. <laughs> That's actually how Lauren laughs. Like, like, I've actually seen Lauren at events where Lauren laughs exactly like how she did just then, but genuinely not in that <laughs> mocking tone where where we're like, hey, Lauren, how are you? Ha, 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 I'm great. And you're like, Lauren, calm down. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. And she's like charging up her laser to destroy a bridge in another country. You yeah, have a lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren just like putting on those scientist gauntlets, you know, the ones that they always have in those movies. And she's mm. says like, ha, 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 ha will pay for what he did. And I'm like, what did Partech do? What did he do, Lauren? And uh, then she, she doesn't answer because you don't exist outside the reference out of her. So, you know, it's exactly Because I did the
1: biggest load of shit she's ever seen, yeah. Well,
0: you know what you did. You're paying. Yeah, it's the biggest load of shit. You're paying. Cute. Anyway,
1: IMDB reviews. I only found four. <laughs> but they'll, it'll be over very quickly. Trust me.
0: Uh, I thought you said there were only four or on nine. No, no, they're like two
1: hundred and something. Which I ex- expected a bit more, to be honest. But yeah, um, I found four very short
0: ones. It means that there's only two hundred and forty something Spice Girls fans that can read and write.
1: Mm, hopefully, they can do at least
0: one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They were both just <laughs> staring at me for those at home. Because you've seeing... got glasses
0: on. the first.
2: Yes, I have my glasses on, yes. That
0: means you can maybe read.
2: I can read and I can Are write. you sure? Yes.
0: If I took those glasses off, could you read? I'm wearing a shirt. No, because is... these are new and read, I'm only read, adjusting Read that, to these. read that.
2: You're holding up your finger, you're flipping the bird. No,
0: so, I'm actually doing the peace sign. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're saying you were number one. Uh, the first <laughs> review is titled, what? W H A T question mark.
0: <laughs> While you read this, can I try on Lauren's glasses? Yes you
2: can. They're new. Like I, I only got them wait, this Lauren, morning. Lauren,
1: he was he was asking me. Can I? Yeah.
0: Okay, good. They're new. She only just got them what was it this yesterday? This morning. This morning. And yet they're smudged already. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bart. I'm uh, listening. The the review is titled What?
1: It's from the eighth of August nineteen ninety eight and it is a six out of ten review.
0: They actually suit you. I look
1: gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, The Spice Girls are great, but they need to stick to singing, not acting. There was no plot,
0: but it had big shoes. It did have big big shoes. shoes. See, since I'm wearing Lauren's glasses, I've become her. (laughs) Because we just said the same thing in unison.
1: Uh, The next review is titled, all caps, to exclamation marks, it
0: sucks! (laughs) I'm Lauren It is from the- (laughs) I've gone gone full Lauren
1: it's from a few days after the previous one the 11th of August 1998 and it has no rating I am not going to get into any detail about the main reasons this movie sucks but I will say it is so bad I couldn't even watch all of it
0: is that it? yep hey I liked the movie but I won't get into it right here on this website where I tell you why I liked or hated it nuff said The next review is in all lowercase. Hello.
1: (laughs) It is from, again, a few days after the previous review, the 16th of August, 1998, and also no rating. The Spice Girls are fabulous, and this movie is only great if you have a large interest in the girls. Girls with capital G. Not the Spice. (laughs) If you like spices, you're not welcome. (laughs) My friends tell me I am obsessed with them, which is probably why I love this movie. That's the review. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And I have one more, and this is by far the longest review of the bunch. It's like twice as long as the last one. So, like, three sentences (laughs) more. And it's titled, I Love This Movie. It is from the 20th of July, 1999, and is a 10 out of 10 review. Oh. I'm not a huge Spice Girl fan, but I really like this. I am a male... So this might look odd that I was watching Spice World. Well, at first, when it came to video, I wouldn't let it in the house. Then it came on HBO, and I watched it and loved it. For men, watch it at least twice. Once to stare, then to listen. Girls, <laughs> girls you can watch it for the music and the comedy. Just watch it, though. <laughs>
0: Hey Lauren, did you like how he mansplained it to you? <laughs> like you're allowed to watch it, but you can only watch it for the music <laughs> and what was it the dancing and the comedy, uh, and, music the comedy. and the comedy, yeah. You can only watch it for those. You're not yeah. allowed to gawk at them. There was one review I didn't
1: include that um, it was a person telling a story about how he was reading a, a magazine and started with sh- Lauren's
0: glasses on, <laughs> which I still have uh, on, and
1: it. <laughs> He talked about how Starship Troopers was a good film, so he went out to rent that film, but they accidentally gave him Spice World and they watched that instead. And did (laughs) they enjoy it though?
0: I think they enjoyed it, yeah. Uh, Lauren, I like these glasses. My only complaint is that when I move, I can't get them back in focus when I move my head. Because they're not
2: made for you. you... They're not
0: made for you! you That's a real good Rocky Horror reference. Why don't you focus them? And make him for you! Hello, I'm Lauren. <laughs> That's me doing my Lauren. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Which mm-hmm. one's which?
0: Mm-hmm. We will never know. <laughs> I gave the glasses back. Lauren is back in full force. She can see again. Oh, thank God. And she can N- see me so No one spices back. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on, being the spicy okay. expert, the spice spurt. Um... <laughs> Bartek, it's always a pleasure to be spicing it up with you. Live in La spicy. I've been putting spice in a lot of spice my Spice up food. your world. <laughs> spice up your life, motherfucker. Um, thank you to you listening people out there for being spicy.
1: Do we swear much this episode?
0: Fuck no, (laughs) we kept it fucking in the cunt. So you guys at home have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. As always, uh, you can be even better by giving us the ratings and reviews on whatever podcast platforming sites available to do so. We're on all of them. That includes the Spotify, the iTunes, the you even on YouTube, Lauren. Ooh. Ooh, Yeah, if you're a big fan of Baby's Day Out, you must be listening to us on YouTube. Um uh, yeah, we're on the media of the social variety, the Facebook and the tweeters. Uh we got an email in case you want to email us and your Spice Girl Manager. It's spitandpolished at gmail.com. Yep, the polish is past tense. Past tense. Uh, until next time, my little... You have to think about that. Uh, maybe. Next time, actually. Yes. If we ever return... <gasps> Was Lauren, this the last episode? Lauren might murder us. Oh. She's like, I was really podcaster Spice, and then she takes <laughs> off her mask, and she's like a Melby, and she's like, "Listen here, baby." <laughs> and then like,
2: hold on, how are you gonna get me to do it? Hold on here, baby.
0: You are way more Scottish with yours. <laughs> she's from Leeds. That's what she says before she has sex. What you mean Very... I'm from Leeds? Better, slightly better, Lauren. We're gonna. This is the rest of the episode. Us teaching Lauren (laughs) how to become Melby. That's the whole episode now. Um, you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful, listening people. Until next time, maybe, if you're lucky. Melby. Melby.
1: (laughs) Melby. Be Melby to each other. Be Melby, Melby, be Melby.